Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart. And I'm very forgiving, but like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. Hey there, I'm Dr. Maya Shunker, and I'm a scientist who studies human behavior. Many of us have experienced a moment in our lives that changes everything, that instantly divides our life into a before and an after. On my podcast, A Slight Change of Plans, I talk to people about navigating these moments. Their stories are full of candor and hard-won wisdom. And you'll hear from scientists who teach us how we can be more resilient in the face of change. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry, the world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Charlemagne the guy. Peace to the planet. It's Friday. Yes, it's Friday. We got some special guests joining us. Of course, this is the 20th season of Wildin' Out, and all week long we've been having cast members. That's right. And this morning we have Chico Bean here, and Justina Valentine is back. Hey. Man, why are you still in here lighting up? Wood, man. <laughs> you rather me light it or write it? I mean, I don't know Whoa. what that is. What did you say? What did you just say? Yeah. Man, listen, you man. Just you know that my child is here. Oh, you right. sorry. You talking about riding wood in front of my child, bro? What is wrong with you, man? I talk about playing basketball, sitting on the bench. Come on. Something's wrong. That's with not what I heard. I don't. Yeah, that's not what I heard either. Envy. Uh, where where's your daughter's bracelets? Oh, you want to buy some? Uh, no, my daughter wants to know if you're really promoting the right way. You know, she's in charge of promotion, so she wants to see if you're really doing a good job. Well, my daughter made $130 uh, two days ago. She just turned 10, so she's very excited. She thought she was going to make 30. She made 130. She so made 130. Wow. Now she's back in the lab making some more bracelets. 130 right, for nothing. Is, is, is that a good amount of money, baby? With no cause attached to the bracelets, no nothing. No story, no nothing. She doesn't need a story. If she was a young you know, person 
who comes from an area where she needed, you know, money, I would understand the entrepreneurial spirit. She already got a trust fund, bro. So of you. So she wants her own and she's doing things to create her own. There's nothing wrong with that. You support that. Well, she you learned a no from Uncle Charlotte. I know. You should have you sold him some wood. He would have sold wood. That's true. 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 This is a shame. <laughs> it sounded like a video game. It I is a video sure. game. It is oh, okay. <laughs> now, Chico, we got. We mean you got to have a conversation. Okay. You have your daughter. Yes. With, with with us today. Yeah, the head of promotion. She's the head of promotion. Head of promotion. Oh, since we're we're promoting, I had to bring the head of promotions with me. The first time she's been to New York, you yes, surprised her. The first time she's been in New York. And yes. then you took her to Marcy Projects. And I didn't take her anywhere. Yes, she did. took me. No, she no. wanted to get her nails done. When we got here, Marcy Projects. Mar- 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 listen, it, it was across the street. From Marcy Projects, just to be, you know, clear. That's, that's still Marcy Projects. But it's still Marcy Projects. Yes. We were in the projects. And she, you know, really enjoyed the experience. So I guess the first time she came in New York, she wanted to make sure her dad was really where I said I was from the streets. So right. she took me straight there and got her nails done. But, but you got to lady- explain to her the streets, though. Just because you're from the streets don't mean that you should be in these streets because these ain't your streets. I mean, but we weren't in them. We were in the nail place getting her gotcha. nails done. So let's not promote that I took my baby to the project. Why would that be the first thing that y'all, I you told that y'all that in confidence the time, and then Jay-Z. you start the show off acting like I just took my baby straight to the project. Fend for yourself. Let me see if you got it instinctively. Go That's not what happened. Welcome she went to, to get her nails done. Salute to the, uh, what was the lady name? Oh boy. This, yes. And, and she did a good job. Nail Tech Mafia. Nail Tech Mafia. So if you're in New York, get your nails done by the Nail Tech Mafia. She did a great job for my baby. And Marcy Projects. Across the street from Marcy <laughs> you know, Projects. You like Jay-Z, right? You like his music, I right? love Jay-Z, See? of course. He's like, let me take you to my favorite rapper's uh, place of residence. Your place baby. of residence. Where he was Yo. born. This is all Yeah, story. I mean, we should have had something to sell like his daughter did, but she didn't bring anything. <laughs> so unfortunately, we just had to pay to get you know get a service done. Well, what else, what else are you taking it to while she's in New York? This is her uh, first time. Here. There's what no you mean? To, yeah. This is I took her here. She is here to be a part of the show and make sure I'm doing my job and promoting everything that we're supposed to be promoting. Because season twenty of Wild and Out is what we up here. That's for. right. That's right. But but I have a bunch of other stuff that I'm going to need to promote, and she is here to make sure that I do that. Ain't that right, baby? Oh, you can take her to the uh, the Book of Hove uh, Museum that that opened. Yeah, yesterday. we went past there yesterday. Yeah, we yeah, went past I, there. I, I the traffic there was kind of crazy though. So oh, it was nuts. It was nuts. Mm-hmm. Did it's you nuts. go? Yeah, I was there last night. Did you bring your wood? Hey. No, actually, I did. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, since you want to play games. Yeah, this, this dude here, you want to play games, we going to play games. You want to bring up the projects. Let's talk what you into up here. Jesus. All right, well, let's get the show cracking. TK Kirkland will be joining us this morning. Hey. And then, of course, we got front page news with Tesla Figaro coming up next. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club on BET. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We are celebrating the 20th anniversary, I should say, the 20th season of Wildin' Out. We have Chico Bean and Justina Valentine here. And let's get in some front page news. Good morning, Tez. Good morning, DJ Envy. Good morning, Justina again. What's and up, Chico Tess? And Sh- good, good morning. morning You're looking even Vanda. more gorgeous Amazing. today. Thank you, honey. So you are you. In Thank iCloud. you. I ain't never seen that background. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's jump right into it. Hollywood is shutting down. Actors going on straight, right? Now that's the actors and the writers? Yeah, it's going down in Hollywood. The Hollywood Actors Union began the strike at midnight Thursday after negotiations to reach a new contract with production studios ended without an agreement. Now, actors will join writers in the first industry-wide walkout for 63 years. They said the last time this happened, guys, Marilyn Monroe 
uh, was alive. And I believe they said uh, Ronald Reagan uh, was the president at, at the time or the president of, uh, I guess, the, the union. Uh, but it effectively brings the giant movie and television business to a halt. Uh, the Screen Actors got Guild issued a strike order after last the last-ditch talks with studios on their demands over dwindling pay and the threat posed by artificial intelligence ended without a deal. Now, the president of the Guild said that this is a moment in history, a moment in truth. If we do not stand tall right now, we are going to be in jeopardy of being replaced by machines and big business. He's absolutely right. I'm part of the WGA and SAG, and I don't see how this ends well because these studios aren't making any concessions in regards to AI. But what I don't understand is why aren't they letting uh, SAG after members make money during the actor strike? Like they can't do tours, they can't do personal appearances, mm -mm. they can't do interviews, they can't do conventions, fan expos, festivals, for your consideration events, panels, podcast appearances, and social media. Nothing. How am I going? How are you going to make money? That's how. That's how most people make money on the side. That has nothing to do with Hollywood. Right. So I don't understand why SAG after members won't allow uh, the actors to do that during the strike. Mm -hmm. Well, I, let I me just—I don't think they want anybody to make money. I don't think they want anybody to make money off of actors because all those things that you name need talent. Like you know, a lot of these podcasts need these interviews. A lot of these panels need these talents. What about actors who host their own podcast? There's actors who host their own podcast now. Like that's how they make extra money when they're right. not, you know, shooting their shows or shooting their films. I don't understand that one. Get but what, some what happens? But what happens? Get some, stupid, bracelets. Get some bracelets, baby. <laughs> Get stop running with them bracelets. But we got bracelets for sale. <laughs> But I was gonna but, ask. So what happens to Hollywood now? What happens? Do they stop making movies? Like you know? Oh yeah. I, I feel like I know what's gonna happen. I don't know if you remember. I think if I'm not mistaken, the last time they had a big strike like this is when reality TV Absolutely. boomed. Absolutely. So you know anything that's not scripted, anything that you don't need anybody to write on, or so, you know people who to are act, sad yeah, yeah, yeah. to yeah. act. That's what I think we're gonna see a lot more. Tubi movies, baby. Tubi is well, about to blow but, up. I, 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 well, let me hold on. Let me answer. Oh. Go ahead, Tess. Let me answer your question on that because um, you are right about the reality show, but the actors, this is the first time, you know, that they have been on strike. And so what they're saying is going to happen is, or the first strike in a, in a very long time where you have both in 63 years, obviously reality TV wasn't going on then. So what they're telling everybody is to expect uh, preventing actors from promoting some of their, the year's biggest release. Um, there's also going to stop, you know, summer block, blockbuster movies from happening. Major film releases uh, could be postponed as well. But to your point, Chico, it is um, going to at least allow the unscripted, you know, content to have a boost. But the problem, I, I want to make sure the listeners understanding what they're even demanding. Uh, the union is demanding higher compensation, mandates to limit the use of artificial intelligence in the industry. Uh, they're also asking, uh, they're making a point to say the rise of streaming and economic inflation has lowered member wages. Um, so when you have the streaming down and uh, they're not able to make that money and they're not getting residuals and royalties, that is what is affecting the um, this strike and so those are the things that they're demanding oh yeah they're striking for all the right reasons i just don't know mm -hmm. how this uh ends well and to chico's point he's absolutely right it's gonna be the unscripted content that ends mm -hmm. up booming the stuff like what we're doing right now with right. bt or the stuff you uh, 85 south show did with with netflix like while or not y'all about to shoot 10 more seasons in two seasons, months yeah, yeah. i mean but all the way will they be allowed but to? then how does it work though if you're saying um more stuff on netflix and the streaming you know we are still sag that's what I'm saying. So right. We won't be able to work on that side. If it was just a writer strike, mm -hmm. then we wouldn't be affected on the talent side of it. But since the talent and the writers on strike, then it's you know, Tubi, baby. 
We well, that, I, 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 that, 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 I don't know if that affects unscripted content. The SAG after Craig. I don't know. I mean, I, if I you know. SAG, if you know, I know why. Now it's SAG. Actor, that's not accurate. I mean, but it's SAG. You know, but we're uh-huh. still unscripted though. But but they always have the SAG people come on set when right. we're there. You know what I mean? And we have mm-hmm. to pay SAG after fees to yes. be on set. Yeah. I'm SAG after. I am as and well. I'm part of the WGA. See, I, see, but I was yeah, going to ask. part of the Waving Wood Association. You know, <laughs> the, the one if they going on strike. See, I was going to ask. Even if you are an actor, right, and you part of SAG, there's can you still do unscripted? Because you're still on TV. That's you're still, question. you know. I think you can, yeah. You know what I mean? Because uh, does that mean that you're crossing the line? Because let's say you are an actor, but say, you know what? Right, I'm going to do a reality show to make money. But it's kind of like you're crossing the line. But that's why I said it, it makes no sense uh, to me anyway. What the fact that they won't allow SAG after members to do tours, Correct. personal appearances, interviews, right. podcast appearances, social media, for your consideration, events, fan expos. Right. That's but what how about, people but, make but, money on the side. So, so y'all folks okay. just starve? Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, but Chico, what about I mean the people that work on the show? I mean, you guys are talking about the actors, but what about the other people that work on the show? Is that going to prevent the they, show? They don't you know, from to shoot. Continue? Yeah, they don't have. They won't have anything to shoot. I mean, and then you know you, the 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 time that we shoot, like even if we go overtime, you know how they always get right. on us about going overtime and how much it costs and all of that. All of that is regulated. So mm-hmm. I think that that's the benefit of having the unions is to you know make sure that everybody's taken care mm-hmm. of. But when a strike is so dangerous for you to cross that picket line because you know once it's over with, you might not be able to cross back, back over. over. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know what's going to end up happening too? Uh, a couple of writers are going to cross cross the picket line. And they're going to shrink these writers' rooms. So it's not going to be 10 people in the writers' room no more. It's going to be two in AI. All right. Watch. Well, that's front page news. All right. When we come back, I know, Tez, we wanted to talk about cocaine, but we'll do that next in a little bit. Yes. (laughs) Why are y'all so excited? Yes, yes, yes. We got to get this update on the cocaine. Don't listen, Pierce. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open again. 800 585 1051 is the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on the Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? What's up, man? This is Ron. Ron, what up? Get it off your chest. Hey, I just, hey good morning to everybody. Um, I just got a question for DJ Andy. Yes, sir. Are you black? No. Yes, I'm black, sir. Ask me that. Don't ask Envy if he's black. Yes, he's going to lie black, every sir. time. I am black. That man is Dominican. I'm not Dominican. I'm not Spanish. I'm black, sir. Uh, you sure? Does your birth certificate say black? I've seen it. It got a W. No, what race? What's, what's that? <laughs> he, he, he wanted them white Dominicans, no, bro. I'm, Dominicans I'm, that claim I'm black, white. sir. I'm black. You, you know black people hey, come in all different up. complexions, right? Yep, yeah, and one more thing. Uh, big shout out to South Carolina from South Conway, South Carolina, Big 843. Hey, 843. Chico, you think uh, Envy black? Do I think Envy is black? Yes. Yeah, I, I think you used to be black. Uh, <laughs> I don't really want to focus on it. Envy light skin. That's a whole nother race. But you, on the other hand, you used to be black. We need to determine what you are now. <laughs> that is You fast. know what I mean? Because you didn't went from black to Dominican. You're the one that changed your race. We're not just going to skip over that. Like, you used to be black. Now, Envy didn't been that same color since the 90s. I remember. I've been listening to mixtapes. But you, you on the other hand, sir, were a totally different complexion hey, six years ago. You know what's so funny? I saw Michael Eric Dyson get so excited last night to see Jason Tatum because he was like, man, that's one of us. He bringing light-skinned people back. Like, what? Yeah, you know, we they should be proud of Envy's light skin, but your light skin, that's a problem. You know what I mean? We need to figure out where that came from. Hello, who's this? 
Yo, Envy, my man. You need to get your finger off that button, yo. This is French. I called yesterday, shoot my shot, and you laid up and hung up on a brother. Oh, you, you you trying to shoot your, your shot at Justine Valentine. You, wow. you kind of fell flat. So He's this, persistent. No, he he no partner. Everybody had it on the top, and you the one that said it fell flat. I was doing good. I got you. French, what up? Spit, spit some bars, man. Do something to impress me. Come on. This chick say spit some bars. I am not a rapper, so you're not going to get that off me so y'all can embarrass me. Remember, he was trying to holler at you yesterday. Yeah, so shoot your shot. Like, what you got today? Hopefully, something better than yesterday. Oh, a whole lot better than yesterday, baby. Look, come on down to New Orleans. I'm going to show you how we do it right. You know what I'm saying? That's it? That's what you said yesterday. <laughs> Switch it up. Like, no, you said chop house. I said, damn, a chop house. I thought take you to house. You know what I mean? Yeah, the, they say just trying to chop. Go the, you, the way to a woman's heart is her stomach. What some that's, a, say. that's a this fact. Guy. You got to go this through the I stomach to get to her. I can cook now. I can cook. What you going to cook? What you want? Oh, I mean, so I want some, 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 some shrimp, New Orleans special. Yeah, at some uh, uh, bread pudding. You name it, baby. Three hours with a little daiquiri. Sir, it French. sounds like you are talking on a Nokia. What type of cell phone <laughs> is that you use? <laughs> That's it. Yeah, you guessed it, buddy. That is a Nokia. <laughs> it I is? Yeah, I, I, oh, told nice. you, I know. I know old cellular service. Just, hey, you, Nokia, no? French, um, you no, know what man. it is. Look, just we're going to let you know when Wild and Al is coming through your city. Pull up. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to just see what you look like at this point. Because maybe you look better than you sound. I really don't Damn. know. We're going to get you some free tickets. Ooh. That was a good curve, and, um, That was a good curve. You could really just go to his Instagram to see how Oh, yeah. Which, oh, yeah. French, what's your Instagram? And if you say you don't have one, it's quiet. Yeah. Then you really got to hang up on, on him again, Envy. What's the Instagram? Yeah, yeah. Move him. It's French underscore French. Underscore French? Yeah. Underscore French. I doubt that. He don't check even know what he's doing. Check your DMs, Jay. I got too many. <laughs> hey, 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 French, look. I got too many DMs, baby. To, to be oh, damn. Like oh. that? Underscore French. Nothing no, is coming like, up. He said something before underscore French. Is What's what? before the underscore? It's just French. French. Frenchy underscore French. Frenchy French. Frenchy French. Right there. All right, now let's see. He don't even know how to use social media because his name is not Frenchy underscore French. Nothing is coming up. All I got was a bunch of bulldogs. All I got was bulldogs. All I got was a base of bulldogs. Oh, you you sell bulldogs? All right. There you go, Envy. Sorry, French. Frenchy French, man. Yeah, he was on his daytime minutes, so you you get him a service. (laughs) Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) 
What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people. In an unscripted, unvarnished way. Is getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine, and I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello! Acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Same. When you're a business owner and you're juggling a lot of things, you need a team of people to keep your business running successfully. How do you find and hire the right people? ZipRecruiter. Try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash breakfast. It's a new day. This is your time to get it off your chest. Wake up. Wake up. Whether you're mad. 
or blessed. It's time to get up and get something. Call up now. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hi, how are you, Envy? Hey, how you doing? I'm good. What's up? How is the rest of The Breakfast Club? We, we good. good. What's, What's up, love? Word? Get it off your chest, mama. Uh, well, good morning. I just wanted to um, say good morning to the Breakfast Club and give a shout out to both my husband and my girlfriend. Oh, you got a husband and a girlfriend. He, she mean girlfriend like homegirl. No, 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 she, I think mean she mean like, girlfriend no. like she getting it in. Like yeah. she really box. Like my girl got right, a girlfriend. I put in work. Oh, wow. She put in work. Whoa, 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 ma'am. Where, where, where are you? Right now. Yeah. She's oh, she in the well, bed. Nah, that wasn't what I was asking. I'm asking like <laughs> location, not where you at in the oh, house. I live in New York. Oh, you live in New York. My okay. Girlfriend, yeah, my girlfriend lives in Long Island. Your mm-hmm. girlfriend lives in and your husband lives with you, I would hope. Obviously. We got kids. Or we've been together for sixteen years. Oh wow. So the, do the kids know you got a girlfriend and a, and a husband? They call her TV. What's she say? Um, she's married. Your girlfriend's married. Okay. Well, I think we found the content that we're looking for for the strike. (laughs) This lady's life. That's what we need to feel. So do y'all have foursomes and all that or just... No. Oh, God, no. Her husband don't know. The girlfriend's husband sound like he don't know. No, no, no. No, my girlfriend says I've met my girlfriend's husband. You met him, but does he know that you're knocking it down? Yeah, we've knocked it down together. Oh, man, you just made Charlamagne like that pencil up in here, man. He trying to get the... So wait a minute. So you knocked down your girlfriend with her husband and you knocked down your girlfriend with your husband? No, not like that specifically. But, you know, my, my husband's not into that, but... Your husband not into other, you, you, other girls? He don't like threesomes with you? But he's not, you know, he's, he's, he's free to do whatever he wants. It's just that, you know, he just supports what I do. Oh, y'all got an open relationship. Yes. Pretty much. It's, uh, uh, you guys have talked about it on air. It's called polyamorous. Yep. Polynesian sauce. Yes, yes we po- know. Mm-hmm. So, wow. so her husband knocks you off too? No, not anymore. That timer stopped because, you know, we're just like not into that. So it's just been her and I for the last year. But we we actually have like a real relationship. Like, What, if the, what if the two men real. started sleeping with each other? How would y'all feel about that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, how, only each other think about that. You don't use the hang up button. I wish you could hang up on him. <laughs> like, why can't we mute this dude? Why would that even be a question? Watch the double standard. If, if I, my husband, if my husband want to go out and do whatever, and if he want to bring a girl home, no, 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 not a girl. What if the husband was knocking off your girl's husband too? Uh, that's a thing. Listen, I, I that he's not into that. But what if he did? Yeah, what, what if, if you came home one if day? If he did, how and, would you feel? And there was another guy lying on well, the couch naked. What if the queen had balls? What if the what? What, like, <laughs> what if the queen had balls? She's basically trying to say yeah, that is That's right. Deflect, ma'am. Don't answer that question. All right? You did the right thing. You deflect. You don't answer whether that you're... This man is in here waving wood. That is his personal preference. She walk in with her, that her husband, uh, and he got that, her, the other guy's legs in the air, like them two NBA players. What them dudes? Oh, yeah, like? that was crazy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow, that was crazy. Well, I guess you're going to have a great weekend, so have a great weekend, mama. Thank you, you too. Everybody want to have open relationships till it's the back door that's open. Then when what? it's the back door that's open, that then is oh, the problem. Now everybody want to close the door. Stop! Stop! <laughs> bro! 
what is wrong with you? There's a teenager here. She should not be hearing about back doors and all that. Baby, I'm sorry. She's the head of promotion. She heard it all before. Right, Pierce? Yes. You're probably over there taking notes to take back to school. She's like back door black question mark. Black back door. Oh, I'm going to kill him in the lunchroom with this one. I can't wait. Jesus Things Christ. I learned in New York City. Things I learned in New York. Charlamagne rides the wood. Back door. Back door. Polynesian sauce. This is ridiculous, man. Get off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up now. When we come back, we got to discuss Hove. He was in town, and uh, the book of Hove was all over Brooklyn. Was it Brooklyn or Manhattan? Yeah, it was in Brooklyn. Brooklyn 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 Library. Library. All right, we'll discuss when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, we are celebrating the 20th anniversary of Wildin' Out. We got Justina Valentine here and also Chico Bean. Yes. yes. And let's get to the rumors of talk. Hove. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor has it. Call out a name or you gossiping or you chatty patty. I'm gossiping. This is the rumor report. I mean, I guess we on The Breakfast Club. This is where the tea spills, right? Yes. Right. On The Breakfast Club. Now, congratulations to Jay-Z. Uh, yesterday, it was announced that uh, they are doing the Book of Hove exhibition <clears throat> at the Brooklyn Public Library. Now... Uh, part of this, a part of this exhibition is, of course, having his lyrics all over the front of the library, mm-hmm. and they have different things that, uh, I guess, inside, like uh, recording masters, never be seen, uh, never seen before photos, iconic stage wear, prestigious awards, recognition, and Charlamagne, you went last night, right? Yeah, they had a, a surpri- surprise event for uh, Jay Z last night, you know, because he didn't know anything about it. But yeah, man, uh, if you if you ever heard the song "Already Home" and Jay said he's a work of art already, mm-hmm. that is very true. Because you know mm-hmm. how much of a career you have had to have in order to have your own art installation in a library, and it looks like a Jay Z museum. Like mm-hmm. they they recreated Baseline Studios. I've never been in Baseline Studios. I'm mm-hmm. sure you have. Yes. And you know, Just Blaze was there last night. Questlove. They all said that it was to the T really of what Baseline Studios was because they bought in a lot of the old equipment and, and everything and they have a section where it's like all the records that Hove is sampled they have this mini movie that shows Jay-Z's humble beginnings in Marcy living with his grandmother uh, Hattie White and she's from Batesburg, South Carolina, by the way. So it's amazing. It's open to the public today, I believe. Now, I know we've seen a lot of celebrities out there. So who was out there yesterday? A lot of people, but you know, who cares? You know? People do. Uh, so who was there? Oh, no, you was I there. Was, I was really not paying attention. I was paying attention to the Bro, event. Everybody was taller than you, so you had to see everybody who was there. No, okay. Th- Jason no. Tatum was there. Jason Tatum was there. He's but the reason you. I saw Jason Tatum is because he's taller Tatum. than you. Yes. <laughs> you know the most inspiring thing about it though is because you really get to see the evolution of Sean Carter mm-hmm. as a man in real time. Like right. we've heard it in his music and seen it from afar, but to see it all in one place. Put, to get, put together the way it was, it was incredible. Because even though he's accomplished a lot professionally, his growth and evolution as a father and, you know, husband, that's why he's in the position he's in now. Because they always say your talent will take you where your character can't sustain you. And there's so many people, you know, who haven't done the work on themselves and they haven't been able to sustain. They've crashed and burned. We're watching a lot of it in real time, but Hove has not done that. And that's what's inspiring to me yeah. as, as a man. Pretty dope. So it opens up today, so you can definitely go check it out. Again, it's at the Brooklyn Public Library. And, and what Justina said is true. He is the best to ever do it. Whether yeah. you agree with, his, you know, what lyrically or not, when you go to that 
exhibit mm-hmm. and you see how far Jay-Z has taken it like he's really the epitome of when Biggie said whoever knew that hip hop could take it this far right. and when you talk to people around him like you know the Beehives and the Tatas and you know the Emery's and the Bigs and you ask them like yo did y'all see this they're like no nobody could have he was so ahead of the yes, game right like, the blueprint to me is you know that's my favorite body of work in hip hop history is the blueprint the first one and when you listen to it it's literally a blueprint of how to get to success as yes. a black man, no matter where you're from. And yes. he was giving game out on that CD that still applies today. I mean, this came out in 2001. And you listen to this man talk about the stuff that he talks about on that disc. And it's like he was already in 2023 and 20, you know, he was already 20 years ahead of everybody else. So, mm. you know, I mean, I think now you're just starting to see the. You know, society and the culture catch up to That's where right. he already is. But not, left. but not only that, Hove is still the same person he was when I met him in nineteen ninety four. You the same, that. same, same person. He, he talks the same. He, he's, you know, because you feel like you know he's a billionaire, and you see people change in this industry all the time, mm-hmm. and they're they're far from billionaires. So the same conversations that you know, I when I used to go to Rockefeller to to, to ask and beg for for freestyles and beg for songs, he's the same guy that when I seen at the Barclays opening and he was walking through the different st- corridors, like he's the same guy. He stop he will speak he's that same humble individual from marcy project but, so but, to but, but like i said he, he's done the work on himself and the chico's point blueprint used to be my favorite jay-z album but 444 is actually my favorite jay-z album and i think it's going to come a point in time when we realize that that's one of the most important hip-hop albums of all time like i think that album and uh kendrick lamar's mr morales and the big step will be known as the two most important hip-hop albums of all time because those two brothers have done the work on mm-hmm. themselves in a real way. And when you listen to 444, at least for me, that's the soundtrack to my life right now. All right. Yeah, I mean, once you got that new skin, I'm sure <laughs> that 444 was the way that things changed. You, the blueprint was the old skin, 444. New skin. You've done the work on yourself. Oh, I Jesus. feel you, What's bro. so dope about J2 is like he just stays offline too, doesn't get involved in As no frivolous stuff and mm-hmm. like he's just shown you like what a businessman he is too, like outside of being the GOAT, you know, has the baddest chick in the game and he just keeps that mystique about him which I think sometimes gets like other um, celebrities in trouble because they have so much online and, right. and Jay-Z just like stays off of it you I, know? I, I don't even think he stays off of it I just doesn't think I don't think he responds he respond. I think he's actively present and I think he knows everything oh, that's going sure. on you can't be that in tune with the culture as he's been throughout the years without having your you know your hand on the pulse of the heartbeat the of the culture right, but he's not he on IG like you everything. can't go to his page you can't page go to his page and, yeah, but I'm you know sure I mean? he's like, tapped into oh, everything you gotta yeah, be yes. to be able to have that much knowledge yeah. base you know what's so interesting about what Chico said a wise woman by the name of Desiree Perez dropping the clues bond for Des she, she said be aware of everything but acknowledge nothing mm. there you go yeah. <laughs> yes, that makes sense Smart. all the way now we gotta talk to uh, another goat Snoop Dogg now, yeah. Snoop said that uh, he had a giant pet roach, and he nicknamed the roach the Gooch. Did you one time have a roach? A roach? I got a roach in my hand right now. Ba-boom! No, called Gooch. Did you have a roach called Gooch? Oh, yeah, the Gooch used to live with me. In my apartment, I had a roach that we couldn't kill. We tried to kill him. We first moved in, and he wouldn't die, so we called him the Gooch. And he just kept getting bigger and bigger. I stayed in that apartment for about, like, six, seven months. Cuz grew to the size of about a whole dollar bill. He was about the size of a dollar bill. We called him the Gooch. We used to leave food out for him and everything. I'm old enough to know uh, that the Gooch is the invisible bully that used to harass uh, mm-hmm. Willis and Arnold. Yep. Or was it Willis? Which one? 
Oh, it was Willie. Arnold, 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 Arnold. And I'm old enough to know that the Gooch is uh, one of the most neglected parts of the human body. Is the part between, right, Justin? Yeah, the ball sack and the and the butt. I was gonna say it, but I didn't want to get back on the on the ass talk. Chico. <laughs> No if ands or buts about it. That's what I know the gooch Chico, to be. Yeah, what, you know, Chico. what you what you know the gooch has, Chico. I know I'm stuck between a gooch, between y'all two. That's what it is. I am I am the, you are between, the gooch right now. I am you the gooch, gooch, you the gooch? Chico, because gooch. I am okay. in between y'all two, so and I don't understand, man. I'm the boss. No, I'm the boss. I'm the boss. See what I'm saying? No, I'm the boss. I'm the boss. I'm the boss. You the anus. They fight over who's the boss. Y'all can each be a ball. Yeah. And then you know what? No, 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 no. You gotta understand, what? we are at a, uh, a different time. You just heard about the strike that's going on. Who's the balls? Is an unscripted show that they'll come out with. Yeah, who's, who's the, the balls? balls? <laughs> now, who's the balls? Who's the balls? Who's the time for nothing. It's time for nothing. Sailing around the land. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. I'm sorry, baby. And that is your rumor report. When we come back, uh, Teslin Figaro will be joining us since the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Our audible pick of the day is Snoop Dogg's From the Streets to the Suites. Here's Snoop's journey from the streets of Long Beach to hip-hop legend. Listen when you sign up for a free trial at audible.com slash Snoop. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Chico, you don't need to put your headphones on. I was scratching my head. They don't work anyway. They don't work anyway. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's get in some front page news. Of course, it's the 20th season of Wildin' Out, and we got Chico Bean and Justina Valentine here. Oh, yeah. And let's get in some front page news with Tesden Figaro. Now, Tez, we tease te- oh. some cocaine. <laughs> so let's get right yeah, into we the cocaine. Get to- we got to get to the cocaine. We followed this story like everybody else last week. Wanted to give an update that the Secret Service uh, was not able to find who brought the cocaine into the White House. Uh, so the the case remains unsolved. It is now closed. Uh, the investigation has concluded with no uh, forensic evidence or video. They're not able to identify the responsible person. Uh, they said that this cocaine was in an area that they did not have any video surveillance. It was yeah, kind of like right. in a cubicle. And the White House said that uh, over yeah, five, they collected right. a a list of over 500 people and they said on that list again since you can't match any physical evidence up since there was no one on camera uh, that it is what it is the mystery remains unsolved do, do you mean that's to tell crazy. me that there's a room in the white house with no video cameras ain't no damn that's way BS. knock it off man first of all i'm born and raised in washington dc if they letting people get away with cocaine <laughs> let my people out of jail what is up with that that's, <laughs> that's crazy right. that's you know gross. how many yeah. people have been arrested in the district of columbia for cocaine and they didn't found it in the white house and they can't figure out who it is it belonged to? That's crazy, man. That and is ridiculous. I, I read that they found weed in the White House uh, a, a couple yeah. times in 2022. Last oh, year. for real? Yeah. Mm. Oh, well, see, that's, that is amazing, man, that they didn't lock up all them D.C. residents for cocaine and they didn't found it in the White House and they can't find who had it in the actual mm. White House. They done brought the white. And, and for clarity, it kind of was like in a cubicle off to the side. So it wasn't like a particular room. You know, they're saying in a vestibule little area. So I guess when people walk past it, the angle of the camera... There had to be somebody that, that knew. to your point, it seemed like everything would be covered in the White House. Yeah, that's somebody that knew that angle. Right. Yep. Yeah, that's where they do their cocaine at. That okay. is the spot to do the coke. <laughs> and somebody forgot and, and left it, and then they found it, and now they don't know who it belonged to. That's crazy. They got to find a new spot. And then they said the funny part is the the, the weed they found during the, tre- the screening, like so somebody was coming in through the checkpoint. So they said, what kind of people are they letting into the White House that they can found drugs in the White House three times already? 
We see the pictures of who getting in the White House nowadays. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, Bush T done been in there. Yo, God, he done been in there. Snoop, Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg been in there. The White House Snoop admitted on the 85 South Show he smoked in the White House. So, I mean. Meffin Band was in there. I'm just Snoop. saying. I mean, weed is legal at this point, so. Yeah, but cocaine is not. That's cocaine right. is not. And if they didn't found cocaine in the White House and they can't identify who it is, don't identify the people who sell it in the areas around the White House. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's real. Now, let's talk about these monkeys. Yes, you don't want to say the title? Uh, I think monkeys are... All right, well, the are title is monkeys sex. are having gay sex all the time. That... <laughs> Yes, of and we don't this like to talk about gay opinion. sex in front of Chico. Listen, I'm sick of this, man. <laughs> Every time I come up here to bunk bed, brothers, y'all need to go ahead and just come out the closet, man. We husbands. Yeah, I know what y'all are, but y'all have been in the closet for too long, all right? We have the youth here. My daughter is oh, here. Oh, man. Set an example for the youth and being free and who you are. Y'all we come, are. No, y'all not. The y'all, real husbands in New York. No, nah, y'all, <laughs> y'all have been the bunk bed brothers for too many years, man. And then y'all that came with a, a, a oh, story man. about gay monkey sex. Like, what is happening up are, here, man? Are the gay monkeys doing cocaine? I like, don't is, know. What's, what's <laughs> going on? Tess? Yes, well, uh, to Chico's point, the monkeys are living uh, in their truth. Uh, and in light of Freaky Friday, I wanted to cover this story. According to researchers at the Imperial College, London, male monkeys regularly have gay sex and are bisexual. Uh, the study found that same-sex <laughs> sexual behavior among monkeys make them better friends and more likely to have each other's back in conflicts. I'm sure. They have each other fun- back. Is this why monkeys eat bananas? This how they, they've been flirting with each other all these years. Chico, that's crazy, Chico. Well, Chico, we have, Chico, Chico, we have, Chico, actual, we have actual audio of the gay monkeys. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I'm just joking. Listen, I'm just joking. Listen, I'm just joking. one of the monkeys' name is Curious George. Okay. Buy Curious George would be an amazing children's book. Buy Curious George. Two more sentences. The findings suggest that same sexual behaviors have evolved and become more more common among primate reproduction, challenging beliefs that this is rare in non-humans. In other words, they're saying, you know, it's a normal thing. If the monkeys are doing it, then humans are doing it. And so they found that uh, 236 males, out of the 236 males they studied, 72% uh, have, have had same-sex mounting. I have a question, though. Is it Are they locked up? Is it just male monkeys, or do they have the option of, like, to bang a female monkey? Like, Because oh, that, that matters, I think. Yeah. 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 It, what doesn't matter? I mean, that would be what, like, if somebody in jail, or you well, say like situation. Exactly. Are you saying these monkeys are situational? Uh, bisexual? Yeah, situationally gay. Is there no female monkeys around? L- listen. No, I I would assume that um, if they're doing a study in this way, in order to be able to determine if they're going to pick the male, you know, female would would be around. That would be the assumption. Okay. Uh, with this, yeah. If I created a book I'm called, like they're living in their truth. If I created a book called "By Curious George" and it was a monkey on the front eating a banana, looking seductive, how fast do you think Florida would ban it? Uh, <laughs> sir, the fact that you can develop these thoughts so quickly is a problem, man. He's monetizing. Like, why is it so quick to come to your mind to just think of the stuff that you think of? We have man, to. AI is on our ass, Chico. No, no, <laughs> something else is on your ass. <laughs> 
something completely different is on your ass. Baby, I'm sorry. Alright, they didn't just ruin boots from door from you for you. You just used to love that monkey. Now I brought my child up here. Now we buy Curious George. And this is just oh, oh my goodness, man. I can't wait to see Chico and his daughter having a car ride next week and she asking questions about the New York. Trip. <laughs> Not only that, what did what did you learn this summer? When I went to New York. Oh yeah. I, I yes, learned yes. that uh, you might as well. Yeah, yeah, you you might as well. Sex. I learned that Charlemagne rides the wood. I yeah, like, she definitely does. And he comes up with by Curious George <laughs> book titles. And he has a book company, so I feel like he's going to do this. No, I wouldn't do that. Yes, you would. I probably would. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, that is front page uh, well, before, news. Before, mm-hmm. Well, before we get out of here, I do want to give a shout out to everybody that donated. Uh, we did the story yesterday about the Molina family. Yes. Um, that they were donating for her funeral services. And shout out to the Breakfast Club family for exceeding uh, that goal. I think they're now at about 12000 The goal was 10000 They did that Amen. by 5 uh, p.m. So definitely drop one of the clues bombs for the Reverence Club family for pulling up and helping that family out. They said they appreciate it and they send their love. Dope. That's Dope. beautiful. Dope. That's beautiful. And make sure you subscribe to Tesla Figaro's podcast, the Straight Shot No Chaser podcast, uh, and follow her on Instagram and Twitter. And on the podcast, you know, she discusses... Um, all of the things that we discussed uh, on the Breakfast Club in during the week in depth, man. That's so right. make sure you subscribe to that on the Black Effect iHeartRadio Podcast Network. All right. Now. How you gonna go deep on the gay monkey topic, Ted? Whoa, I can't wait to man, 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 man. Because I'm sorry, ma'am. I'm sorry that you have to deal with this type of stuff <laughs> daily. Sorry, thank you. Yeah, thank I mean, you, I apologize, man. And envy just over there just liking it. And he not saying <laughs> I thought, nothing. I thought it was he over there quiet. He back there rubbing the back of his neck, thinking about. By Curious George. <laughs> and these dudes be looking each other in the eyes, man. I don't understand how the world doesn't see this, man. It's ridiculous oh. up here, man. This makes no oh. sense. It is ridiculous. All right. Now, when we come back, TK Kirkland will be joining us. We're going to kick it with TK, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club on BET. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Our audible pick of the day is Snoop Dogg's From the Streets to the Suites. Here's Snoop's journey from the streets of Long Beach to hip-hop legend. Listen when you sign up for a free trial at audible.com slash Snoop. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building, TK. Kirkland. <laughs> How you doing, everybody? How everybody feeling, good? Bro? How you feeling, man? How the fam? Everybody good? Everybody's good, family. I'm just, you know, you know me. Old school, still out here working, still grinding. Just really, just really making moves for a senior citizen. I'm glad you're here, TK. I was thinking about you this weekend, man, because I feel like it was a lot of things going on that we needed your wisdom on, brother. Okay. You know, uh, like one, one, number one in general, what's the proper etiquette when you're being serenaded by Usher if you're a woman? Hmm, that's a good. That is a real. And you in a relationship? That's a good question. That's a real and good question. And what do you question. tell your girl when she goes there? I did this on my show last night. I'm going to share something with you guys. Okay. When you're a certain man, mm-hmm. a woman knows how to move already mm-hmm. before you even go out and do something like that. So if you don't have an understanding already. There's a breakdown in what I call the constitution of your relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Because. There's just certain dudes, a girl ain't even trying that. Correct. This is a fact. Like, she know my my man to kill me Mm -hmm. if I do that. Then there's some women that get caught up and want to show their their bodies. And if that's your girl, and, you know, let her have fun and all that. Because in in any place, that's the place to do it. And let me explain what I mean. I'd rather for a woman, if, if that's where you're going, to do it there than to be at the grocery store. Then be walking down to the liquor store 
that particular way. It was an outing. It was in Las Vegas, Nevada. It was super hot. Mm-hmm. Now, if you ask me personally, it was something that I would do. The answer is I really, I really don't know, guys. It, it really would have to be based on. No, I wouldn't do it. I don't mind see. the outfit. The outfit ain't bother me. I don't care about that. I'm just right. talking about the reaction to him while he's serenading her. You know what I'm no, saying? No, no, he's a he's a he's a performer. He's an yeah, entertainer. Yeah, yeah. It's like the old school days, right? Yeah. Right? When you had the um the Teddy Pendergrasses and the Smokey Robinsons. You're supposed to entertain. I don't think Usher meant any wrong. Usher just was he's supposed to Oh, Usher, you. Usher's a menace though Yeah he's, he's a menace you. The, man, the man said He, he said uh, Don't leave your girl around me True player for real He know what he's doing <laughs> All you gotta do TK Is say where all the single ladies at And go talk to the single but, ladies but right. but He ain't TK. going to talk to the single ladies He's right. going to talk to the ones That he know in relationship right. TK is it that Is what makes it bad What he actually did And what she did Or was it the fact That it was on social media Because think about it It right? was the fact It was on social a media A bunch of fellas That's Went right. to the strip club They yes. get lap dances yes. They get We know strippers do wild things Lips and things bring them on stage. Yes, there's no cameras to show no cameras. your girl or your so wife true, when you get ma'am. home. But now she did. She enjoyed herself with a night out. Yes. She had drinks. She was feeling good. Right. But it's on social media. It's on social media. And as a G, he was never supposed to comment on. It. Not publicly. Not publicly. At home, you can say at, at home. Because because men do need to know how to communicate. Yes. Like, I didn't yes. like that. That hurt my feelings. Yes. I don't think there's anything insecure about telling your woman I that hurt my feelings. I didn't I like that. Totally right? agree. You had to what my man say. Keep it as cool as the other side of the pillow. Mm-hmm. You know, you never let them see you break. Right. Never. It, it wasn't worth it because now everybody's in your business mm-hmm. and you're looked at a different kind of way now mm-hmm. as a man. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. you expose your girl in a bad way. If that's your girl, you ain't supposed to expose her in a bad way. You're supposed to pull it to the side and say, yo, baby, I really don't think that was cool. You know, but was it the outfit or because Usher was singing to I think it was Usher. It, it wasn't was the outfit. It wasn't I think it was Usher's, yeah. Because and I think it was, it was the way she was acting towards yes, us. Yes, and she's supposed to act that way. That's what happens in those type of shows. You know, you got your girlfriends around. Everybody's having a good time. You got drinks. And I, I bet you she didn't mean nothing by it. I bet you she yeah. was just being flirtatious, mm-hmm. having a good time. Just like when you, we go to concerts, you see a dude like, girl, go up there and have a good time. There's some dudes that let their girl just go up there and have a good time. Flirtatious, though? There's nothing wrong with flirtatious, um, Charlemagne. Really? As long as it's, it's tasteful and long as the guy is is is, is strong with them himself. Hmm. See, because some men only get upset because they know their girl. <laughs> 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 they know she, she could get, you know, <laughs> she could get it. You Jesus. know what I'm saying? So, like, I know who you are. I did it to you. You know what I'm saying? So I know somebody else can get you. You know, but if you if you straight, <laughs> nah, nah. if you straight, nah. I don't. Is that such thing as tasteful flirting? If you in a relationship, I don't know. Well, well, you gotta think about it like this, right? When men go to the strip club, that's kind of tasteful that flirting. That ain't flirting, though. That's it a, is. That's, no, that's, that's flirting. smacking that's ass. Action. She's grinding on you. It depends on, on the woman that you with. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, I've been to a strip club, and I saw, you know, you could tell the girl was in there for the first time. Mm-hmm. And she saw a dude getting a dance, and she beat up the girl. Damn. Damn. True story, dog. See, it all depends on the person. Some mm-hmm. people can't take it. So it got to depends on who you are. Now, she's a ridiculous person. Yeah. Well, it's, she, it's she at the yeah. strip club. You know what they expect. Listen to, to me. It, it, sometimes I think people don't know. It just mm-hmm. get they get caught up because mm-hmm. the girl might have shook her ass a certain way, you know, and boom. But you have to be strong. But mm-hmm. on 
Kiki, her man should have never just, you know, and, and no disrespect to her, I don't know his emotion, what his upbringing was mm-hmm. and what he's gone through in his life. But if, for me seeing the video, it wasn't the outfit. Okay. What was the outfit? No, they just publicly embarrassed each other. His feelings was hurt. Yes, his feelings. That's was all. Hurt. Like you said, you said you called it tasteful flirting. He probably saw that and was like, "Damn, man." Right, man, right, right. And and it might not even be that he. It's not that he probably thinks she. Oh, he just think that that's us. Right, that's us. That's you know right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah. If anybody so. could stay LA, it would be Usher. I wanted to ask you something else too, because you know, they, like we was talking about it. Everybody was calling the man insecure, her, her baby daddy, because he said whatever he said online about the clothes and stuff like that. Is it wrong for you as a man to say you don't like that behavior? Now, I talked about this the other day. I always tell females that if a man ain't never really checked you, he don't really care about you. He just don't care. I say, and women think we're always trying to tell him what to do. Mm-hmm. But imagine, you know, when someone's trying to tell you to do that means they care. So yeah. imagine if I say, girl, you're not, you're not showing your breasts enough. Pull your, pull your zipper down more and pull your, your pants up so I can see that more. Now, that's disrespectful. Mm. A man supposed to always protect a woman. I'm going to give you an example. Mm-hmm. Once you have a daughter, things are different, brother. That's right. I got four of them. Once you have a daughter, mm-hmm. you think and move differently. You like do. when people say, uh, when we even say we want, um, we want a female that is independence, but when we think about our daughters, we want someone to be on a level to worship your child. Which so was like a double. So you know how we always say um, a man got to have this and that. You got to bring something to the table. Mm-hmm. But when we think about our girls, we want somebody for them to be so on point that it can't be no confusion. It can't be, oh, baby, you just can't date anybody. Somebody, you got to date someone and, or you marry match someone. Your fly. Yeah. Ma- yep, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. You know? But, but also, when you have daughters, you know, you want your daughter to be on a, a, a level of having their own as well. Oh, that's so most never important. have to depend, right? So when yes. you see, and no disrespect to any woman out there, but when you see women talking about, yeah, I married him to have a baby and I'm sticking him up for $30,000 a month right. and I'm trying, and he going to buy me this car. Yes. You know, I'm raising my daughters where you can buy your own car. Right. You buy your own crib. And what's crazy, you guys, stuff. when you say stuff like that, I, may, I maybe I was in a dark age. I didn't know women really went out and did that to people. What you mean? Try to get people pregnant to get checks? Yeah. Absolutely. I did, yo, I really thought that was like, no, can't nobody be that foul. Women used to go to the drafts of the NBA and football draft and try to catch a player. Or go to the after parties after and try to catch out all the time. We hear all types of stories. When you see women like that. A wise man named T.K. Kirkland once said, I got to meet your parents. I got to meet your parents. Mm-hmm. That's so true, mm-hmm. yo. Mm-hmm. Because um, I, I always tell people, don't get deep into a relationship until you truly meet the parents. Because mm-hmm. the parents will tell you everything that you're about to go through. Mm-hmm. You, you meet the parents, everything is right there in front of you. All right, we got more with TK Kirkland. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with TK Kirkland. Let me ask you, we, we were talking about this the other day. Uh, this came from uh, Marcus Jordan and Larsa Pippen. Mm. And uh, we were asking, and, and I guess one of the paparazzi asked the dad, hey, do you approve? And he said, no. Yes. We were talking about getting approval from the father-in-law, right? Mm-hmm. So you, you have daughters. If they started dating, do you want to make sure that you approve of the young man before he marries your daughter? Do you want to be the the, the approval for that situation? Oh, absolutely. And if you don't approve, what do you tell what do you tell that young man? Well, I'll give you an example. My daughter was, uh, is dating a young man from overseas, and he came to meet me. And um, how's that mean? Could you imagine meeting TK after you after you see him spe- his specials, his comedy show, and then I got to pull up to the house and meet this man? Yo, yo, it was very short. 
you know, sitting in the lobby of the Ritz Carlton in San Francisco. He came, nice guy. Mm-hmm. That saw his whole swag. And he reminded me of me, mm-hmm. in a sense. You know? Does that scare you, or does that make you happy? It did scare me, because he's from another country, and it was a difference, right? You, you know, everybody thinks different in different countries. So mm-hmm. all, basically what I told him was, if you got my daughter pregnant, I was going to kill you and your mother. I thank you for coming. You can go now. That's <laughs> exactly what I told him. That's exactly what I said. He had a little water in his eye, because I could tell he was a little frightened. But I was very serious. How old was he? He's like about 19. <laughs> Damn it, TK. He said, yeah. hi, Mr. Kirkland. And, that, and then you replied. Yeah, that's what I said. If you get my daughter pregnant, I'm going to kill you and your mother. Have a nice day. Yep. And he got up and left. I kept eating my oatmeal. Jesus Christ. But we still cool, though. Like, it wasn't the mean cool. thing. I was just serious. Because what happens, I see when young families let their kids have babies and they're so happy mm-hmm. with no mo- financial money, no home. Mm-hmm. And they think it's okay. And people are like, oh, I'm going to be a grandfather, grandmother. Knowing mm-hmm. that your child is not financially prepared to raise a child. Or even mentally prepared. Or mentally. And that's something I cannot have on my watch. Mm-hmm. That's all. And, and and I'll do anything to prevent that if I can. Mm-hmm. So you don't think it. your daughter's ready? Or you don't think neither one of them were ready? I just 19. think life. It's just life. Yeah, 19 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. th- think about my mother. God bless her. She's deceased. Um, she had me when she was 19. She had three kids before she was 21. Mm-hmm. When you think about that now, that's terrible for a grown-up mm-hmm. Yeah, to, to have that many children before 21. Yeah. I mean, it was in the 40s. I mean, the 60s. But still, I don't care. Mm-mm. That's just a hard situation. Well, TK, you got the Light It Up workshop coming. You That's know, right. This month in Miami, Yo, July 21st. Isn't what is that the Light something? It Up workshop? It's um, teaching people about just how to obtain finances with loans. Similar to what DJ Envy does with homes. Mm-hmm. We're just doing it in a different way down mm-hmm. in Miami. I got invited, which was a blessed by um, G Torch, that um, I didn't know people was really listening to me about just making moves. So they invited me down. I'm going to go down. And the questions they asked me, you know, I'm just going to give my advice on mm-hmm. um, investments and stock. And I think for everybody, it's also giving people the education they might not be able to get, right? I always say that the best thing about our community is there's so many people making money. Yes. We got to go back and, and show people and try to teach them what to do. Yes. But I also tell people they have to do their due diligence. You just can't say, well, TK did this. I'm going to do it so too. So true. You got to do your due diligence with whatever it is yes. because uh, in everything I invest, I try to do my due diligence. And I'm similar to you. I try to put money in everything. Yes. And I pray that something pops. Yep. That's it. That's it. How far ahead do you plan in life, TK? <laughs> I'm only on the year 2032. Damn. So almost 10 years. Yeah. I'll be seventy-three years old. Ooh, God bless! What, like, what do you, what do you, what do you write down? Like goals, things you want to do, things you want to accomplish. Well, but I feel like you already, you know. Give me an example. Like when I do your show, okay. okay. I always say, "Yo, I see you what in 2026, yeah, yeah. I always, I know in two years, I'm gonna come see y'all again. Yeah. And believing that, when you get to my age, mentally, it gives you an incentive to live. Mm. You know, because you have a date to achieve and. Those things are important to me that if I say I'm going to do something on a date, I make sure I I live. It was not about a live thing, but I make sure I choose. So I take care of myself. I try not to have no vices. I don't gamble. I don't drink. Mm-hmm. You know, so I every time I see you guys, believe it or not, I'm happy. Like, mm-hmm. no, I've, I've seen them again. A lot of people come here to me or any um, podcast and take it for granted. And um, you guys know 
you have seen so many people leave here. Look at that, that wall. Yeah. yeah. On that wall alone. Six DMX, people. Charlie yeah, Murphy. Like, Mac man. Miller. Mac Miller. Combat Jack. Yes. Yes. See, so I take Gypsy. it. Gypsy. I take yeah. yeah, I take it very seriously, mm-hmm. guys. Because it's a blessing to, to hang out with y'all. It's yeah. a blessing to be up here. It's a blessing because um, seven, eight years ago, you guys changed my career by coming up on this show. Mm-hmm. Wow. And ever since then, boom, it's been to rock and stardom. No, I'm glad you said that. Salute to Vlad. Everybody like to give Vlad credit for that. But I'm like, yo, TK was coming on Breakfast Club. I've been knowing TK for damn near 20 yeah, years. Yeah, what happened was Vlad saw me on this show. Yeah, yeah. And by the time I got downstairs, I guess he saw something that mm-hmm. was very interesting in the interview. And I didn't know who he was. He said, hey, I want to interview you. And you guys was teaching me about podcasts. I didn't know about Mm -hmm. what podcasts was. Remember? I was like, like, what is that? I was calling it the iPod. Y'all was laughing at me. iPod, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, (laughs) (laughs) then I wound up doing a show. Rest is history. You know, it's it's, it's crazy because, you know, people talk about the Breakfast Club, good, bad. But I also talk about a lot of people that say, yo, you guys really put my career into something it wasn't. Sinbad said the same thing. Sinbad came up here. And he said, you guys opened, and shout to Sinbad, I heard he's doing a lot better, so salute to oh, Sinbad. Oh, great, yep, absolutely. But he said, you know, we opened him up to a younger generation yes. that didn't know who he was. Mm-hmm. And because of that, he started getting more shows, and he started seeing a younger demographic in the show. And a bunch of people have said that to us, which always is, is giving us the, a great feeling for doing it. I'm still right? going to do TK's book. We did. We launched the podcast, but I ain't yeah, forget about yeah, the book. Yeah, we, yeah, I'm, I'm down with that. I, I get that in my DM pretty much every other DM. They want a book. When are you going to do the book? People and, want that game in one place where they can go. Yeah, yeah. And, and I got an idea for it. I think, you know, I, instead of really talking about me, I want to call it the manual. Mm-hmm. Because I think the, the world needs um, direction. And I, I one of my examples, I think people need to be told what to do. I tell people in my stand-up, I like North Korea a little bit before people get upset. I said, mm-hmm. let me explain to you. I said, um, the Williams sisters was told what to do. Since they was three or four years old, became the greatest um, tennis players in the world. Mm-hmm. Floyd Mayweather, since he was seven, was told what to do, became the greatest boxer the world's ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, Tiger Woods was told what to do since he was a kid, became the greatest golfer. Mm-hmm. I love that idea, but that's why I think you should title the book "Who Raised You," because essentially what you're doing is giving credit to the people who raised these individuals. Right, like, that's true. Serena and Venus's father, or Tiger's mm, father, Floyd yeah, Mayweather's yeah. father. Oh, like, yeah. These people helped I like that, them, yeah, you know I, mean? I like that. You know, like, I'm waiting on you. You know, I've been waiting I, on yeah, you. Absolutely. You and know, and that's I, another thing. I tell people that all the time when TK comes. Who raised you is TK Kirkland. I absolutely. Lot, I hear a lot of people using that now. No, it's TK. But that is absolutely positive. Yes, yes. TK Kirkland. Yes. And, I, and by the way, I own it, by the way. There you, you go. Know, I trademarked that years ago. So I own it. I, you can't get paid if someone says it, but I could get paid if someone tries to sell things, yeah, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's mine. All right. When we come back, we got more with TK Kirkland. It's The Breakfast Club on BET. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. 
having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature. And of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey everybody, it's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with TK 
Kirkland. TK Kirkland. <laughs> now you're on tour with Live Nation now. Man, let me tell you, that's a, that was a great move. Shout out to um, Drew Tillman who put that together. What was cool about it, I made Live Nation wait three years to do that deal. Mm. Because, you know me, I've always been independent. Mm -hmm. And um, when you got to go through so many levels at Live Nation to deal with people, that I don't like, but I like the fact that Live Nation, because it's really just the perception. It makes you feel like you're really doing something. But I've been doing this 38 years. So, you know, I've seen people blow up, seen people fall off. And but my career has just been constantly consistent. Considerate. My consistent, whole yeah. career, and I love that. So I took the Live Nation deal, and we're gonna do like fifty six cities, and wow. we're gonna do four countries, and I'm just gonna rock it out and see, and still do my stuff, my own shows, and all that. And I mean, um, Dion Cole was talking last night. We're trying to put something together, but when we talk about the Netflix deals, because everybody always said TK should do Netflix. And I try to get people game. And this is the game on Netflix, everybody. Mm -hmm. See, Netflix pays you a one lump sum money and you're done. They own it. They own your like and they do whatever they want to do with it. Well, with me owning TK.network and I produce my own shows, what I have is a, what you call a 70-year lifespan on my product. Mm -hmm. So I may not get the 7, 8, 10 million at one time, but I'll get it over 70 years. Meaning it's like... The Allen Iverson deal How Reebok paid him so much money But he couldn't get this mm -hmm. type of money to lay in life Well, by putting my kids' names And executive producers on all my product projects When I do leave here, guess what? They still would get those checks mm -hmm. down the line So I'm not getting it all at one time I'm getting it throughout 70 years We're doing a thing Got this huge deal with Snapchat You see the thing Legends. in there? Yep. Snapchat, Legends, right? Yeah, Legends yeah. is um, a gentleman named Vic um, Bakanoff um, Mark Bullock We're all from Jersey City, New Jersey And they came to me and, uh, and told me about this deal They put together with Snapchat And um, we sat down and talked about it And it's for athletes, influencers Where Snapchat is going to create A special app for certain people, if you have a, a following over 80,000, 100,000 people, where they create your own app for you, and what Snapchat is gonna do, they promote you to around the world. Like they basically your advertising company. Then they also have what they call Snapchat channels, like a show. So to all people, if you have content, if you have um, movies, you create a show, you could put it together, send it to my Instagram or we could tell you where to um, send it to it before the show is over and we send it to London they review it and you can get your own show on um, Snapchat so they're doing that I, I thought this was remarkable because the pay is from five to fifty thousand dollars whereas most companies um, YouTube and others only paying one percent mm -hmm. these comp this company is paying upwards over four or five and it, when I read the contract I was just truly blown away and they gave me equity in the company You know I'll be playing I was gonna ask Is there You know we talk about You said you were looking back And some of the stuff That you did Is there any one thing That you regret at all I saw you say You regret disrespecting Eddie Murphy and Charlie Yeah but when, when Because what happens and, and it's gonna be The last time I talk About this particular story Because it's, it's something that One this story Happened in 1982 Okay I wanna make sure People know How young I was As a child Over 30 years Yeah when you grow up To become a man In um, 40 years you grow and you understand life. You realize, yo, these people let me in their home. And mm. when you let somebody in your house, dog, right. you love them and respect them. That's right. 
And I didn't understand as a child. Him. Yep. I didn't understand as a child. So once I learned life experiences and um, became a man, so to speak, I realized it was just it was just truly a horrible thing. But the great thing about it is a lot of people don't live to long enough to apologize. A lot of people don't live long enough to face their, not their demons, their mistakes and the correct their mistakes. And correct yeah. their mistakes. Yeah, 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 so yeah. I, I, man, to be my age and, and to even talk about this, to even apologize to yeah. people that I've done things to in my past, man, this, this is a, and that's how, how I continue to keep being blessed. You feel me? Because some people think I just came out like two years ago, mm-hmm. but I've been here. Oh, because they're new to years. you. Right. They, yeah. they, 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 they're new to you. Yes, yes. When they hear you tell these stories, they just think, man, that could have, that must have happened yesterday. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. And they probably don't realize you're 63 years old. Right, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. Uh, do you still get flack for people who think in uh who think that fake TK Kirkland account on YouTube is you? People still approach you? I've like only that? had one situation for some gang members. Really? I heard about that. Okay, because the that. dude was he was violating these guys and they called me and um they's like, Yo, what's up with that cuz? And I'm talking, but you know, they heard my tone. They said, No, this is the real TK right here. I said, Yo, I'm gonna play them games. You know, I come from the streets. Like mm-hmm. if you see me in comments going back and forth with people, I don't do it. I was I was doing some event and the young lady said, Oh TK such and such one of the don't want to talk to you. I said, why? She said, because y'all got beef. I said, no, tell her. That wasn't, I know where that came from. I don't have beef with nobody. I said, whoever she was on social media with, that wasn't me. I but, was with you one time. Remember, I was with you in uh, Weezy, Weezy from Horrible Decisions. <laughs> she popped off. She was like. Yes, yes, she, yes. Yeah, she, she thought it was me. She thought it was you. Yeah, we was at his event. I can't believe it's the month. Yeah. You're just going to try to talk to me like you don't be in the comments talking about me. <laughs> A, a young lady that works with him. Weezy. Yeah. We was in the office, and she thought it was me that yeah. whole time. She was going off. I'm like, what are you talking about? I said, no, nah, baby, that wasn't me. I, I already that's know it's crazy. Over. And that's my point. That, so this gentleman, if you can, I, we can't stop him because we try to find different ways to block this dude. You can't stop. I just hope that you can just be careful, my man. Jesus Because you could put people in a very bad situation. situation. That's right. And thank God it was the, on the phone. Imagine we was out and I don't have I didn't have time to explain. That's right. Somebody might have just popped up. You, right? yeah. you could have been with your daughter. Yes. Or family. Somebody pull up before you do anything, you know, it'd be like, I I didn't even do it. I didn't even I do, didn't it. do it. But brother, we appreciate it. But hold on, why, why don't you you don't you slow down on the podcast? You don't like doing the podcast? Anymore? I do the podcast every week. For real? Every week. And I shout you out. I, you know, I always say he's executive producer of the podcast, but he don't even know we got the podcast. Uh, every week. <laughs> you don't do the podcast no more? That's what I do it every week. That, TK don't be updated. I ain't seen that's that podcast when you know, That's when you know you're busy. Yeah, we do the podcast every week. Podcast I'm about to look right I now. think we're going on 337. Damn, damn you, Charlemagne. I'm about to look. Oh, yeah, look, look. look. Yeah, it's right there. The TK Kirk. Updated two days ago. Damn yeah, three hundred and thirty-seven, yo. I'm about to follow the show right now. <laughs> the Light It Up Workshop, July twenty-first in Miami. I get so caught up in TK's interviews now. Right. So yes, yeah, so um, we know we got to go, but Live Nation guys, um, next week we're on the twenty-first, we're at the um, Fountain Blue, and I brought Charleston White on tour with me. Really? July thirteenth to the fifteenth. I'm at the Stress Factory, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Get your tickets at um. Trustfactory.com. Mm-hmm. The next Friday, I'm in the Fountain Blue with Live Nation in Miami, okay. along with the workshop, um, right the workshop from 10 to 2 o'clock. And then that Saturday, I'm at the um, House of Blues in Houston, the 22nd. Mm-hmm. Then July 28th, we do the um, 
Dallas House of Blues mm-hmm. and August 4th I'm at Paradise Bistro in St. Thomas mm-hmm. the Virgin Islands so it's just been a true blessing there you and, go you know and like I said to see you guys all the time like I, I love you guys we out of here. I'll be back a year from today there you go you know how I do it I get, <laughs> from well, a year from the day it's TK Kirk Stress Factory this weekend ladies and gentlemen please get your tickets I want all the Jersey, New York, the tri-state area. Your boy is back in town. Come laugh until you cry. There you go. There you go. Come have a good time and forget your problems. DJ Envy. Thank you, bro. Charlemagne the guy. My brother, I DJ. I love you guys for life. I love you, too. Love you, you guys. I appreciate you, bro. That's right. It's TK Kirkland. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. All right. We said it. I can understand what Chico do. I can't understand what Bobby <laughs> do. Yeah, that's right. That's the point. Chico Bean, Justina Valentine are here. You know, they celebrate yeah. the 20th season of Wildin' Out, and they're joining us this morning. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk lotto. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor has it. Call out a name, or you gossiping, or you chatty patty. I'm gossiping. This is the rumor report. I mean, I guess we on the Breakfast Club. This is where the tea spills, right? Yes. Right. On the Breakfast Club. We told you a million times, stop throwing ish on stage when artists are performing. Well, Lada was performing over in uh, Germany over the weekend, and somebody threw something on stage. So she said, throw it again. I'm going to wow. beat your ass. Throw it again. How do y'all handle right. that, Justina? Chico, y'all be on stage a lot. I've had something thrown at me. It was a long time ago. It was before I was on uh, Wild and Out. I was in Philly. And, um, you know, I was opening for someone. And they threw something at me. And I just uh, kept going. It hit me. It kind of hurt, too. It was like a CD. It was like the hardcover like, CD. Jesus like, Christ. It. And I just kept going with it. Um... So I think it's it's one of those things. People are gonna be crazy. Uh, Shorty just got her eye split open. Uh, BB Rexa. I mean, really? it, yeah, they 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 split her eye open yep. on stage. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 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 disrespectful. But like my thing is, if I'm if I'm there and I'm getting a bag and it don't hit me and it don't hurt me, I'm gonna keep it going. The show must go on. Yeah, well, I God willing, you know, I don't have anything thrown at me. I've never had anything Some thrown panties. at me. Nah, but oh, you know, nah, nah. Okay. But it's just you know, just be prepared for what get thrown back. That's how I feel. The customer is not always right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you nah, assault you me can't. on stage, you gonna get nah, your, somebody. You keep, somebody should be able to go in the crowd and whip your ass. For but, sure. we've seen, but we've seen that before. And you got to be careful. Somebody throw something on stage, and then now you, you got a crowd of ten, twenty, thirty thousand people. You throw it back. You gotta have really good aim to hit that one person. Right. Nine times right. out of ten, you're gonna hit the wrong yeah, person. No. You're gonna get sued. You're gonna I'm, get not, sued. I'm talking right. about throwing a human being back in the crowd. Like that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Like you threw something at me. I'm about to throw this human back in the crowd to come find you for what you threw at me. Jesus Christ. Like yeah, now nah, you really, got more to lose though. I mean, I do. I'm not going in the crowd to look right. for you. But, but isn't that isn't that defending yourself though? Like if, if if somebody throws something at you on stage and you know you tell your security find that person who did it and the crowd points that person out. Yeah. And something happens to the person who threw it at you. That's self-defense to me. That's not self-defense. You just can't make anything self-defense. But uh, you probably will go to jail and you probably will That's get That's not right. It's what about, not, well, yeah. that person should go to jail too for assault. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. All the way. Now we got to talk about Devin Haney. Uh, Devin Haney boxing star was arrested uh, on Thursday morning following a night out in Hollywood after cops pulled him over and found a semi-automatic handgun in his car doing, during a routine traffic stop. They said he was out at Catch LA. Uh, he was released on $35,000 bail. I'm not mad at boxers carrying guns. I just want them to carry legal weapons. Is it a legal firearm or what? Uh, they didn't say, not but if he, was arrested, if he was arrested, I'm sure it was illegal. no such thing as a legal firearm in Los Angeles. I don't, mm. think. I don't yeah. think you can have a gun legally unless you like the police out there. But, you know, I mean, I, 
I just think that if you got to go places where you got to carry a strap at after a certain point, man, just had a party come to you. You know what I mean? But you know what? It's it's to the point now where everywhere you go, you you nine times out of ten you need a firearm. You know what I mean? No matter. I mean, you look at. LA, when I was in LA a couple of weeks ago for the BET Awards, I mean, everybody was saying if you go to, to a nice restaurant to eat, you got to be careful because they're running in restaurants. Well, I think yeah. what we're saying is if you're worth something, you should, you should secure it. So Absolutely. you yeah. should have security. Yeah. Maybe not go everywhere with your firearm, but go everywhere with armed security. With I definitely, security. Especially I definitely him because his hands are illegal. So no, he, that's a myth. I, the people always say that you got to get your hands registered. registered. That's not real. You don't it get is? your No, nah, don't For you real? don't have to register your hands. Like you just if you're a boxer, you beat somebody up, you get an elevated assault charge cuz you're a fighter. Right. But yeah. you, ain't, you can't just, you know, get your go and get take pictures of your hands. Yeah, these my hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, take my hands as registered weapons. But I mean, it's it's very difficult not to have a firearm, you know, in most places, but you know, if you don't live in a state where that's that's you know plausible then you need to move you know what i mean if you gotta have a gun if you one of those people who don't feel comfortable with security which is understandable because you know what you're going to do in defense of yourself and you don't necessarily know what somebody else is going to do in defense of you you need to live in a state where you can have guns and florida is one of them. they just passed Atlanta. Along, florida, you can Atlanta. have a gun without it concealed yep. without even taking a test yeah. now so it's yeah. places you can go to have a pistol and not get in trouble I, Los I, Angeles I, and New York is not one of them I agree with you but I'd rather have armed security because we are not John Wick as much as you think you're going to pull your hammer out when something go down and you know oh, you trust and believe. yourself that's <laughs> very true like that. most people right. have never fired a gun without exactly. earmuffs on so you don't even know what that ring of that gun sound like that's when right. you that's let true. it off in a closed environment it's a different thing so but that's that's why you're supposed to go to the range multiple times to mm -hmm. learn how to shoot to learn to be comfortable with your firearm not mm -hmm. to say that you're going to be John Wick but to be able and, and you have to know the laws in each and every state because every state is different every state is mm -hmm. different right alright well that is your rumor report Charlemagne. Well, before after the hour, we can talk about another type of uh, weapon, a knife, and the damage you can do to a pedophile in prison. We'll discuss. Donk of the day's coming up. Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. With audio titles on business, fitness, motivation, and more, Audible keeps your imagination pumped and ready to hit new goals. Check out all the audio books, podcasts, and originals you could want and sign up for 30 days free at audible.com slash breakfast club. WWPR FMHD1 New York. And our heart radio station. Don't be out here acting like a donkey. Hee haw, bitch. Hee haw. It's time for Donkey of the Day. Mm -hmm. I'm a big boy. I can take it. If he feel I deserve it, ain't no big deal. I know Charlamagne guy gonna have some funny sweet <laughs> say out his mouth. If you gotta say something you may not agree with, doesn't mean I'm mean. Who's getting that donkey? That donkey. That donkey. Donk, 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 donk. Donkey of the Day right here. <laughs> It's a breakfast club, bitches. You can call me the donkey of the day, but, like, I mean no harm. Yes, donkey of the day for Friday, July 14th goes to Larry Nassar. I am sure I've given Larry Nassar donkey of the day before. If you don't know who Larry Nassar is, let me refresh your memory. He's the sports doctor who was convicted of uh, sexually abusing athletes, including college and Olympic gymnastic stars, and possessing explicit images of children. Uh, let's go to, what's the news report, Eddie? What is it? ABC. Let's go to ABC News. No, is this the original report? Yes. Let's go to ABC News for the original report, please. Stephen and Carolyn, right now, Dr. Larry Nasser is sitting inside a jail cell in Ingham County in Mason. The former Team USA gymnastics doctor now behind bars. The 53-year-old saw gymnasts everywhere at the gym at his home in Holt, Michigan, on the road. Documents showing he's facing two counts of first-degree criminal sexual conduct with a girl under 13. But so far, we've learned 43 have been interviewed, ages 11 to 18, 
accusing the doctor of sexual assault. He resigned from Team USA sometime last year. He was also fired from his job at MSU. Now, Larry Nassar is right where he needs to be, uh, in prison for decades. And if you know a thing or two about how prison works, people who have committed crimes against kids, they do not fare well in prison, to say the least, okay? Prison is a living hell for pedophiles and people who commit crimes against kids. Just Google it. Google what happens to child molesters in prison and see what comes up. They usually don't make it without protective custody, and I don't see why they should get protective custody. And that's exactly what happened to Larry Nassar before. See, Larry Nassar got attacked in prison for the second time, okay? One I'm about to tell you about uh, that happened recently but the other happened before he got transferred to this prison that he's now in in Florida when he was in Arizona he got attacked within hours of being released into general population but this time he got attacked in a Florida federal prison this time he was stabbed multiple times not just because of what he did but because of what he said let's go to ABC News for the report please Disgraced former sports doctor Larry Nasser was violently attacked at a federal prison in Florida. According to ABC News, the inmates were watching the women's Wimbledon tennis tournament this past Sunday. Nasser allegedly made a lewd comment to other inmates. That comment triggered the suspect, and later that day, he allegedly went to Nasser's cell with a manufactured weapon and stabbed him at least six times. Mm. Nasser suffered a collapsed lung in the attack, but is currently in stable condition. This man, Larry Nance, made a lewd comment about wanting to see girls playing in the Wimbledon's women's match. Mm. You can't make this kind of stuff up. If you're mm -hmm. in prison for being a pedophile, you shouldn't suggest watching anything kid-related. Not Cartoon Network, no Disney Plus, no Nickelodeon, no Nick Jr., nothing. And can I tell you a little about the person who stabbed him? Shane McMillan is his name. Uh, he was previously convicted of assaulting a CO at a federal penitentiary in Louisiana in 2006. And he attempted to stab another inmate to death at a federal supermax in Colorado. So he's one of them. Okay, he's, he's one of those. When Tony Yale was on Drink Champs talking about members of Terror Squad dancing with knives, mm -hmm. doing the Macarena with knives, doing the Millie Rock with knives, that is this dude Shane, okay? He may not be a member of Terror Squad, but he's one of those ones. So Larry Nassar said the wrong thing around the wrong person and got poked up for it. Now, this is what I find interesting about this situation. Larry Nassar been in this prison for a little minute, and as far as we know, he hasn't been attacked. Uh, he was attacked within hours at the prison in Arizona. They clearly believed everything they heard about him. They didn't give him no grace at all, jumped right on his ass. But in Florida, it feels like they gave him some due process, so to speak. It feels like some of them might have been like, we don't know if he really did it. Maybe these accusations and allegations are false. We don't know. So they fell back. They let him get comfortable, you know, gave him a little time because who you are will eventually always reveal itself. And Larry Nassar got so comfortable that he eventually let people know exactly who he is by making a lewd comment about the girls playing in the Wimbledon tennis match. I don't know how old the women were, but whatever he said made Shane say to himself, oh, no. Oh, hell no, okay? Whatever they said he did, he did it. And now Larry got to feel a little poke coming through, okay? Several of them, all right? Because that mm -hmm. knife got too close and he was taken to a hospital where he remained in stable condition with injuries, including a collapsed lung. This is a situation Jesus. where justice has been done and served. Done because he's currently doing 60 years in federal prison on child porn charges and served because he got served the punishment, or should I say punishments, that he deserved. Please let Remy Ma give Larry Nassar the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw. You stupid mother Are you dumb? Mm, 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 mm. Goodness gracious. Mm. <laughs> That's one to do when my child is here. That is a very unique <laughs> one right there. Yeah. That's crazy. And then the Shane McMillan, like, if you got put out of two federal facilities and sent to Florida... <laughs> 
What does that say about Florida? <laughs> right. Goodness gracious, they you, you get put out the feds and sent to Florida. That's amazing right, right. there. Salute to Florida. All right. Second well. time Larry Nass has been attacked in prison. You know what they say, too? Third time is the charm. Mm. Somebody going to make sure they get the job uh, done the next time. Either that or Larry going to kill himself. All right. Either All way, right. Either way, what's for breakfast? That yeah. is donkey of the day. Now, uh, can we bring your daughter to the mic? Because we're still on BET. And I know you got some promo to do, so you got to do it while you're on BET. So come up to yes, the mic right fast. Come on. Come on. Don't, come on. Now, this is Chico you know Bean's ready daughter. for these moments. This yeah, is Chico this is, Bean's daughter. She does all baby. Chico's uh, promo. Hi. So Yeah, she's she's the, the head of promotion. And you know what I mean? She's in charge of all of my promotions. Now, if you watch our videos, you know that she is... You know, creative in all different types of ways. So they brought me up here for promo for season twenty of Wild and Out, but I wanted to make sure that I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do in my promo. So, so what do I got? So as the credits are rolling, talk to the mic and tell tell him what your dad got going on. Tell him everything you're getting ten percent for. It's probably twenty for you. Um, I get promotions for helping him promote his shows. You mm -hmm. know, make sure he get his money. You know. Not be lazy and stuff like that. Oh, <laughs> not, be lazy. not be lazy. Not be lazy. Word. That's <laughs> Does he have any shows coming up that you want to promote right now? Uh, yeah, I got Pittsburgh coming up next weekend. Uh, we got the 85 South Show in Charlotte this Sunday, this coming Sunday. I don't know if y'all going to hear this. I got Pittsburgh, and then I got Toledo after Pittsburgh. Uh, so we're going to do videos for that, but I just wanted to make sure got that... Like going on. I got a lot going on. We're going to get to it. We're going to get... Oh, all right. All right. He's about to retire, for real, because Pierre's about to take over. That's right. This is her 20%. That's why I got to work money all the way. You know what I mean? We ain't got no bracelets, but we definitely got... We got everything we need. So just make sure you want to give a shout-out to anybody before we go. Shout-out? Yeah. Shout-out to my friends. Okay? All right. BET will see you tomorrow. You don't offend nobody. That's right. You see how smart she is? She already is keeping it clean. Shout out to my friends. All right. Whoever wants to sponsor us is who our friends are. That's what it is. Well, let's open up the phone line. Speaking of friends, 800-585-1051. The game, the rapper of the game says, y'all are putting too much pressure on your friends. This is a good one. He says, y'all put too much pressure on your friends. We are all grown now. If a friend can't make it, they can't make it. Mm. If you ain't talk to your friend in two weeks, that's okay. Mm. If they got, uh, if they get to sit out your birthday festivities, your birthday festivities because the money's messed up or they got other things to do, it's okay. People got kids, husbands, boyfriends, wives, girlfriends, careers. So that is the question. 800-585-1051. Do you put too much pressure on your friends? You know, things change. You know, y'all used to be cool. Y'all can hang out all the time. Y'all was all broke. We could play video games, basketball. But now people got families. Let's discuss when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. When it's time to get with someone special, the best way to do it is with Magnum Large Size Condoms. That gold foil wrapper is a badge of honor, and it means you're protected. And you take care of things with comfort. Accept no substitutes. Bring the pleasure with the gold standard. Magnum Large Size Condoms. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We are celebrating the 20th season of Wildin' Out. We have cast members every morning this week, and we have Chico Bean and Justina Valentine this morning. And we're asking, this comes from a comment that Game uh, said yesterday. We're talking about friends. Do we put too much pressure on our friends? 
That is the question. You know, things change. You know, at one time, yeah, it was easy. We'd play ball all day long. We'd play video games. You know, we'd go out and hang, go to the clubs and all that. But now, when you get a little older, you know, you got families. There's things to do. Do we put too much pressure on our friends? That is the question. We'll start with you, Justina. Yes, because some of your friends, you know, they just don't progress with you. They want to stay bums. They still sell in regular weed. And you still love them. It's the truth. But you got to love them from afar because we're not selling regular weed no more. Like, we're doing different things. And then and then those people become liabilities because I have some friends that I love and I grew up with, but I can't bring them around anymore because I don't know what they're going to do. And then they're a reflection of me. So you got to love them from a distance, not bring them to your industry events and... You know, it's a space in your but heart. you are the celebrity of the crew, right? You're on Wild and Out. You're doing right. so many different things. You had a movie. You got records. So when they have events, you are the person they expect to come because right. they want to show you off to their friends. Right. And that's, which not, is, that's not a real friend. Then. And and it's like a meet and greet when you think you're going that's to someone's right. birthday or like family party. So it's like you got to pick and choose when you do it. You can't do all of them. And if they're really your friend, they're going to understand. And there's a lot of people that don't understand. But like I said... Buy a, bounce, buy a little ounce of regular weed from them and, and keep it moving. Chico? Yeah, let's not uh, disparage regular weed. Please. There's still a market for that out here. There is and, definitely and, a market. And, and there's some successful salesmen of regular weed. So salute to those dudes. But I think that I just think people are dependent upon what you bring when you have a certain type of energy. So I never fault people for being upset about not being able to have my presence because I understand the type of energy that I bring to any situation so I think that we have a responsibility as people who have been given the blessings that we've been given if somebody is really your friend and somebody you really love them to sit them down and explain like what comes with this because they don't understand they just see what they think is going on it's times that you have to take the time out to say hey man this is the reason why this has to change and this is different and this is different I think if without doing that you're just letting them leaving them to their own devices and you're not allowing them to understand what comes with a level of success that most people never reach like how many DJ Envy's in your family right how many Charlemagne's in yours it's only one of those you know what I mean mm -hmm. so when you are that one you it comes with a greater responsibility but I, I will say this you know for me it's not even the money the celebrity or the fame it's more of the family right I got six kids and a wife mm -hmm. so it's like it's, it's separating that time So if somebody has a birthday party Or something has somebody I gotta split that time With my kids playing football My kids playing basketball Or me just trying to be there For my kids You know Like you said We are on the road We're doing shows Sometimes you're lucky enough Where you can take your daughter Because it's summertime She doesn't have school But right. the times when we are home It's like I wanna get that time in That I missed You know what right. I mean And sometimes I'll be like I'll be honest, I don't want to go. I want to spend the time with my wife. I want to spend the time with my kids. That's right. I like seeing the moments of, you know, like this weekend was, the, I called my my daughter Jailbird, right? This was the first time she broke out of her, her crib. Like she hopped over the thing and like, I was there for that. But if I'd have been on the road or I'd have been, I would have missed that. You know what I mean? So, right. you know, but that comes with a level of being in the game for a certain amount of time. And certain things that's never going to impress you anymore because you've been doing this for 30 years. Right. So if you're still trying to get the, the pleasure of being in the club after 30 years, of course you tripping. You know, I'm talking about for those, that progression, the process of progression yeah. throughout your career. You've had to teach people as they go with you. Now, if you 30 years in and it's still somebody mad that you, you don't want to come to the strip club, then that's not your friend. Right. But somebody who understands you grew them to understand that, hey, I got six kids now. Now it's time for me to dedicate myself this direction. 
Like most people don't understand it if you don't teach them because they don't ever get to the position to be able to do the things that you do being somebody who's successful. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with Game for the most part. I agree with most of what he's saying because if you're my friend, you're my friend. And, but I'm not going to put pressure on you. Like I'm not going to stress you to show up everywhere because just because you my you, you my partner. But you also got to know your friends, right? Like all my people know how I am. Hmm? Folks know I don't like to go out. Okay, you know what I mean? But I do think you have to make time yeah, for your real you. friends. Right. You know what I mean? I, I have friends that I want to see at least once a month. I like kicking it with them. So, you know, we make sure we, we get up in politics at least once a month. But I'm also in a blessed position that I have, you know, business with my friends and, you know, I work with my friends and, like, you know, we end up in a lot of the same spaces. Same space, like, even right. last night going out to the, you know, the Book of Hove thing, my best friend, my wife is with me. But mm -hmm. then, like, it's like Angela Rye is there, and, you know, Tamika Mallory is there. Like, these are my people. My son is there. He's my partner. So it was good that all of us could get together for, for moments like that. And you've upgraded yeah. your circle. You know right. what I mean? You've upgraded the circle of people that you're able to that's operate right. with. Most people don't. That's what I'm saying. They don't have the access that you have. So if you upgrade your friends, like all of us in here, have the same level of access depending on where we are. Mm -hmm. Most people that come with you only gonna have that access if you're there. Right. So right. you gotta That's be real. able to help your friends upgrade their access. You know what I mean? And I think that comes with that level of training throughout the time. But I also like, even with my friends, I, I like to invite them to my crib. And the reason why I'm my friend, because now everything's at my crib. I got my kids here. I got my wife. You bring your kids. Now it's it's family. We can sit there. We can drink. We ain't got to worry about getting home. We ain't got to worry about what happens out there. And we could just enjoy. You know? Hey, baby. You could do both. We're going to DJ Envy house. He just invited us. <laughs> That's what it is. We get to come to his house and That's see right. how he live it. Come we, on through. We can buy some bracelets as an entry fee, but we're going. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, who's this? What's up, brother? Talk to us. We're talking about uh, do we put too much pressure on our friends? Yeah, um, I think um, a lot of you got to do with like females. Because I've been seeing female friends just break up over birthdays. Like, I've been with a lot of my guy friends I've been with since high school. We probably see each other like you know every once in a while, but it's not really that important to us. You know, we know we got things to do. But females, yeah, is that true, Justine? Take that real serious. <laughs> so listen, Justina, if you got homegirls and they don't repost your maximum cover. Do you feel like they're not your friends? No, it's all good. Uh, listen, I think you got to accept people for who they are and, and how much they could give you. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Because everyone's not the same. So, you know, you can reciprocate the energy or just know who that person is. But females with their birthdays, yes, a lot of them are crazy. If you miss a birthday event, like, you are out of their friend circle. I don't know why females are like that. I'm not like that. I'm the type I like to celebrate other people mm -hmm. but some females don't play about that i've seen girls not speak to other girls that was like one of their besties because they couldn't make it to a birthday trip Dang. which yeah, is crazy it's, they do yeah they don't play with they that don't play i see with people the get birthday. mad for not posting like not posting a friend on a birthday not yeah. posting a maxim cover or not posting an event i see right. that before but i can understand where it's that not. comes from too because most people the the most exciting time of their year is their birthday you know that's the only day <laughs> that, that, that they, is all about like, them yeah. for real that's the only day that they get celebrated and then it's about them like they life is horrible except but <laughs> this is the only time play. I get to be excited and people are happy to be around me and you kind of forced to be happy to be, to be around somebody on their birthday so when it's like a birthday trip to somebody or birthday dinner and somebody be like I'm good now you really don't got to deal with me because you don't rock with me the rest of the year anyway yeah. Yeah. and you miss my birthday dinner so that's why I think people get mad at that because most people get their happiness on their birthday yeah. weekends and so, birthdays so what if your friend call you and says happy birthday and pours into you 
Wouldn't you rather that rather that than the public display of affection on social media? No, you no. Want no. people display. want the public display more That's than crazy, anything man. else. They don't even care if you call them. They just want you to show it publicly. Well, let's, let's, talk, let's talk about it some more when we come back. And I don't really do the birthday dinner because I know that trick, right? Mm-hmm. That's the trick. Like, yo, envy! <laughs> yeah. 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 Get a bill. Get a bill. Thank you for yeah. coming. Thank you. Now, 800-585-1051. Do we put too much pressure on our friends? Call us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Steady call my it's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're asking, do we put too much pressure on our friends? Now, this comes from the game. Uh, the game left a comment, and I'm, I'm going to read some of it. thought it was pretty interesting. Who read better, you or Jess Hilarious? Or should I say, who read worse? Jess Hilarious. Mm. <laughs> I still love Jess, though. I love Jack's accent. Like yeah. when you, 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 they, they, you that need to be a segment. Who raised their hand on the Breakfast Club and just get people to call in and read out loud? That'd be crazy. <laughs> who raised that? <laughs> who raised that? Shout out to Donnell Rollins, Ashley Larry. You know, we, I used to bet him every morning, and I was like, if you can read this pa- this sentence or this paragraph without messing up, I'll give you a hundred dollars, and I would win every morning. Really? Damn. Yeah, we need to do that. That need to be a good segment. Well, who who raised their hand? Nah. He's stalling because he had to read over it a couple times. Nah, I had to pull it up. Now, the game said y'all put too much pressure on friends. We are all grown now. If a friend can't make it, they can't make it. If you ain't it's talked coming. to your friend in two weeks, that's okay. It's coming. If they got to sit you out there. Ah! Hey, Coming up next, we got <laughs> Charlemagne the God giving it a shot on who raised their hand. That's Yo. right. Hey, you read it. Hey, I'm going to give it to you. Hold on. No, no, no. I'm going to give it to you. Yeah. You read Where it. Where is it? Let me see. <clears throat> Y'all put too much pressure on friends. We are all grown now. If a friend can't make it, they can't make it. If you ain't talked to your friend in two weeks, that's okay. If they got to sit out your birthday festivities because money funny, that's okay. We grown now. Got kids, husbands, boyfriends, wives, girlfriends, careers. It's just not enough time in the day to give your man, kids, customers, clients, work friends, siblings, etc. 100% and still be mentally stable. We are at an age now where it's when we see each other, we see each other, when we do be present and love on each other during that time. My mother is an English teacher. Woo! I'm a doctor. Ladies and gentlemen, and the winner of who? Best-selling author, and sir. Even, the like, God. even your inflections were just yeah, perfection. Yeah. Yeah. Nervous, nah, that's somebody that, that's somebody to get paid to read ads right there. That's what that is. Yeah, let's that go to the nice. phone lines. We got uh, Kiera. Good morning, Kiera. Hello. Hey, what's your thoughts? Do you put too much pressure on your friends? You're supposed to. You're really supposed to. People let people off too easy these days, and they, and that's why everybody turning out so selfish. I can't tell you how many favors, how many things I do for people. They need to reciprocate that. It's true. Real friends, if there's a gap one month, two weeks, you know, we all cool, we fine. I'm in Miami. I can hit up my girlfriends in New York when I feel like it anytime. And it's all cool. But you have people, and I call them vampire leeches. Mm. They like to come, suck everything from you, and they don't give nothing back. Thousands of hours counseling people on the phone. No, me and my kids and everything they help everybody out. But when it's time, no, they don't turn up. People need to turn up. That's why everybody's so selfish these days. I do agree with her. You do have to reciprocate. Like, you know, if, you, yes. if this person has shown up to your birthday For party sure. or this person has, you know, yep. hit you up to say happy birthday or whatever, you should reciprocate that. That's 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 the least you can do. Hello, who's this? Hey, what's up? My name is Stefan. Hey, Stefan. Good morning. 
Good morning. How y'all doing today? Good, good, good. You put too much pressure on your friends? Man, I used to when I was younger, but as I got older, you know, I kind of realized everybody had their own life, and I have to stop looking through my own eyes after being empathetic in this situation. All right. Well, what's the moral of the story, guys? Where are we ending this out? How are we closing this out? I mean, I think the moral of the story is just reciprocate the energy, right? Like, you should match energies with your friend. Yeah. You know and I, mean? I think if you're busy enough with your own life, you understand the next person when they can't make it to an mm -hmm. event. So, like, right. you know, those friends that, that get upset like that, they probably are not in the same space or place as you. So, you know. Yeah, well, you just, Justina Chico, Justina, there's somebody you got mad at for not posting your maximum cover, Chico. There's somebody that didn't repost 85 South Show on Netflix. No, I, no. I, re I reposted it. Not at all. I yeah. can care less. Like, that little one back there makes sure I stay in pocket on what's important. So yeah. I really don't care about what anybody else thinks. As long as she cool, I think ch having children changes you in that regard. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the opinion that matters. You know, if you're a friend, that's a little different than having somebody who's who you're responsible for and who you're obligated to. So that's what I dedicate most of my energy to. So anybody who can't figure and fit in around that ain't a friend to me anyway. So it makes it easier to be able to identify what matters and right. who don't post me or who don't say happy birthday and who don't appreciate my accomplishments don't matter because to me as long as she with whatever i got going on yep. i'm good i will say this I, I think i speak to my i speak to my my true circle of friends every day Same. every day somebody yeah. you know good morning yo you For good just checking yeah. up on you or whatever it may be we in a group chat i speak to them every at day at least a text at least a text yeah. now, maybe not on the phone but at yeah. least is a text. that necessary though for for, for no, friendship not is for that, me. What, that's not that, necessary if y'all stop talking tomorrow every day would that change the dynamic of no. y'all friendship no then that's what it that's what i think we need to leave it at you know if you really are friends and it's somebody you really love then it doesn't matter if the communication stops. You can stop communicating for months or years, but whenever we come back in, it's like we never that's, left. That's, that's, that's true friendship. That's how I feel. That's exactly how I feel. Ask a real quick question, right, for the parents. Mm -hmm. Should our children be our friends? Because you know they always say your children shouldn't be your friends. But yes. Like the older my oldest daughter gets, she's 15. Now, that's my little partner. You know what I mean? Man, that's like my, man, listen. My daughter, my son, my friends. Man, my daughter is my partner. I understand you can't, you can't be, in my opinion, you can't be, you know, naive to... The reality of the fact that these kids have access to way more information than we did. It was much more difficult for our parents to be friends with us because of the world that we lived in and the lack of information that we had. Now, be being dishonest with your children the way that you had to kind of be dishonest with us when we were growing up, you can't do that because do all they're going to do is pick the phone That's up right. and see that you full of right. stuff. Mm -hmm. Right. That's right. I quote myself. You, you see did. it? That's right. All the way. So I think that you it is possible to be friends. Now, you can't, you know, let your kids look at you as somebody that they can be friendly with all the time. Right. You got to have a level of respect there. But I want my daughter to be comfortable to talk to me as though she would talk to yes. one of her buddies. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Because I want that information to come to me first so I can help her navigate through whatever the world has for her that I've already experienced that she hasn't. So I, I want to be my kids. I love friend. trolling my oldest daughter. We be playing the pause game. You know what I'm saying? Because this generation Ooh. isn't that far removed. You play, nah. you play right. the you know pause I mean? game with your 14 year old? Because dog? they do it. Yeah, they like do. Like the it. same way Logan want to be in the group chat with us, his son. Yeah, my son want to be. He was like, yeah, put me up. I'm like, I'm not putting you in the group Yo, chat you, with you, you, Hey, hey, Logan, <laughs> you do not want to see what your father and this man <laughs> talk about. <son. laughs> you do not want to see the pictures and stuff they send to no, each no, other, Logan. Wait. Stay out of there. <laughs> Stay out of the matrix. <laughs> All right, when we come back, we got Pastor Ox Nala will be joining us. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. 
In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, Cleveland! 
acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table, because geek culture is pop culture, and we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning. Go, let's go, let's go. It's time for Pass the Ox with DJ Nyla. Yup. Yeah, hey girl. Too. I don't yeah. like your shirt. I'm telling you, Dad. It's so cute. It's it is not, cute, and the it's, nails match. Yeah, right. I don't uh-huh. like it. I tried to. What does your shirt say? Tell the world what your shirt says. Seat up a little bit, but okay. What does your shirt say? Don't you sit on a booster? I Why do, are you coming for yeah, me? Give, me a, give her your booster. Are you sitting on a booster? <laughs> oh, oh wow. Cause man, that's a, that's a BBL pillow. Man, this man got a BBL pillow. Literally. Cause the chair's so short. Look about you. Look, look. You look short now, man. And this man, y'all too, man. Put the BBL pillow back. You look too short now. I got some sheets. You got some sheets. He got the sheets for the cheeks. Listen, what's up with y'all? He said he got some sheets. Man, y'all too, dude. It's a lot. It's a lot of butt talk today. I said I sit on the cheeks. Yeah, I see how you deflected from what your shirt said. No, the shirt says sexy. It's a play off Pepsi, and I think it's cute. Pepsi, if you want to sponsor me, hello. And it's appropriate because, you know, you are sexy. Thank you. Hello? Period. Okay, so today for Pass the Axe, we're going to start with Bobby Boucher, which is a new record by Earth Gang featuring Spillage Village. Yeah. I'm just a little confused by it because Earth Gang is a part of Spillage Village, but it has both names here, so nonetheless. Okay. That was Earth Gang. That was Jam. Yay. Spillage Village is Earth Gang, who else? It's Earth Gang, Black, J.I.D., and Merba. I think Spillage Village is a great name for a destination in a porn, too, by the way. Hey man, listen, man, we need to get this dude canceled, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, what do you mean canceled? Nah, That's very trendy him, right no, now. We need to get him canceled because it'll just he just makes you feel uncomfortable, <laughs> man. Why do I have to imagine spillage village in a poem? <laughs> but if they are glasses on, man, yo, chill. Of course you're interested because you're a white woman. And that's Spillage the type of Village. stuff that you would start. That sounds like a good point. I, yeah, I mean, listen, you, if you're casting Spillage for Charlemagne, I'm sending him out, sending him out tape. Uh, Village Go Village ahead, Nyla. I want to hear the next like song. Oh, uh, um, and Jordan Bryant. I'm sorry. He's also in Spillage Village. But moving on, the next record is by Quota the Friend. He's an independent artist out of Brooklyn, but he's a really big independent artist. So I just wanted to try What's his name again? Quota the Friend. Okay, Quota the Friend. And this record's called Barcelona. Well, that made me want to shop at Zara. What's dope about it though is that he's really living the life that he's talking about. Like he's been an independent artist, and now he's at a point where he's able to have a summer house in Barcelona, and he can like. You get it like that? He's doing. He's doing pretty good. Nice. It's dope. I like it. 
And I feel like all y'all can relate to it because y'all live in pretty lavish lives too. No, nah, I shop at Zara. That's why I can relate to it because oh, okay. that just sounds like when you walk in the, the outlet mall right there. That's it a good one. Like outlet mall music. But the way you were doing head like this. Outlet mall music. Just for the record, he also did like three mixtapes with Static Selector, so he does like rap, rap. Okay, cool. This is just more of a mainstream appeal, I would say. All right, and then the last record is a. Another independent artist. His name's Fable. He does R and B. He kind of reminds me of like Fable. Fable. Yeah, y'all know Fable from Atlanta. Yes. Fable. Snapping like you Fable. Are, like Fable. Atlanta Fable. I'm starting to see spaceships on Bankhead. Fable. D4L Fable? Wait, no, like, it's gotta be, no, no it's got to be no somebody different. R&B Fable. Oh, like y'all can't just be taking Fable legends' names. F A B L E or F A B O. F A B O. Oh, oh no, 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 no. That's, oh, we get a little nod. That's a pass. But we, y'all can't just be taking legends' names and running with them, man. Fable. Oh. I don't. Fable will kill Mike Apple right now. He on uh, something for junkies. Laffy like, Taffy. Oh Laffy, you know Laffy Taffy. You a DJ. Laffy yeah. Taffy. That's Fable. He'll take that bubble gold. I got that jingle dick. I'm in the da-da-da. Oh, so you know that. I can't believe that. That's Fable. Yeah, but this is a different Fable. I mean... Okay. There ain't right. no different fable. We know one fable. Yo, this is R and B fable. You'll no, like it. Man. Yo, come on, let's, let's get into it. It's called Love Song. I like this. The real fable. Yeah, that's the real fable. He got to put the real fable in there. He got to get a real fable feature on there. Come on now. Come on now. Hey, 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 hey. The real fable with a body director. Candy girl. That's Fable. I, I can't stand you guys, but mm. for real, if you guys are into like sexy R and B, man, pull up Fable, Fable Scotty, man. No disrespect to Fable R and B. You gotta change your name, Kate. Oh, right. You gotta change your name. You can't be running right here with a legend's name. I like it. <laughs> that's it. That's it. It's, it's not that's that. It. It's not that wasn't good. But I see what Charlamagne's saying. It's like you know, if if someone already has that name, yes. it's like you know, a legendary name. That'd be like but somebody like they're in different pockets. Like it's like someone can't just come out and have I the mean, name Jay Z. You know what I mean? Like it don't matter. Different pockets, same jeans though. So you got to change. You got to put you some slacks on. Fabo, if like if he spelt it. Completely different, like P H A F O B. At least a different spelling. Yeah, you know I mean, Fable or something like that. Like, like he had to, he had to change it, man. And the only way that works is if his name is actually Fable, and then it still wouldn't work because Fable's name is actually Lafabian. Yeah, and mm. if his name is Fabo, he got to be named a last after name Fabo. On it, at least. What if it's his real name? That don't even make any sense. If it's his real name, name, he's named after Fabo from D4L. Right. Like, if anybody right. named Fabo <laughs> that's is why named after Fabo from D4L. If your I, I name is Fabo. It's okay, Rihanna and ASAP Rocky named their son Rizla. That's after fine. And, and, okay, and, and well, that guy, Rizza, right? And if that art, if that son grows up to be an artist and his name is Rizla, we will not judge him or criticize him because his name is actually Rizla. But how do y'all know that this guy's name is not actually Fable? We don't yet. We don't know. So the jury's <laughs> And if it is Fable, <laughs> we know where it came from. <laughs> He's right. named after right. the dude so who saw Spaceships on Space Because, you know, people are sending me records. Uh, Mellow Rack sent me Beast Mode. Another artist sent me records. Stop sending me records. Give them the email where they can send it to you. Give uh, email. I'll give you an Instagram. at DJ Coco Chanel at <laughs> gmail.com. <laughs> See how silly that sounds? Your name was Coco Chanel. Salute to Coco Chanel. <laughs> Why are you doing other clubs right now? <laughs> no, but a lot of artists are sending me records. They want you to hear it. So yeah, uh, no. how, can, how can... You got to be something other than Instagram. You got to do an email or something. Yeah, but my email's on Instagram. Okay. There you go. And they got to follow you first. That's yeah, a requirement. Yeah, follow me first. 
send the track, but also most importantly, stream the playlist, Pass Ox playlists, and then while you're there, you can check out my other podcasts. We need to talk. And my Amazon Music show every Wednesday. And yeah, also I wanted to give an honorable mention to Juvenile because after that Tiny Desk performance, I watched it five other times and then started streaming all his old music. I'm like, what's your favorite Juvie record? Right now, set it off. Set it off. Okay. Set it off, and then mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I can't even judge them because they young. They don't know that. They don't know that that real Juvie that yeah. did. Put on your soldier ad. Put on your soldier ad. Put on your soldier ad. Yeah, all the way. You need to go back and listen to the old hot boys. Listen to the old hot boys. Then I went on a binge and watched all the old YouTube videos. It's kind of crazy. You don't even know what year Mercedes Juvenile bought. Mm 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 mm. Don't all let right, come don't on, let come on, Envy. That's the cute. All right, well, thank you so much, Nyla. We'll see you next week. There's, there's, Up next is the People's Choice. Do you know next... what year Mercedes Juvenile bought when he saw it on TV? I know Chico, though. I mean, I'm not even going to. It's unfair. Do Go you ahead. know Envy? I hate y'all, New York. 2000. No, say it. Wow. Say it how you supposed yeah, say to. I, supposed to say I, it. I know who um, took over for the 99 and the 2000. <laughs> <laughs> we all knew that. Come on, man. We all knew that. Everybody, cash money. <laughs> it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey everybody, it's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Again, uh, we got a salute to Justina Valentine for joining us. And also, Chico Bean. Thank you, brother. I uh, appreciate you, man. You know, it's love. We up here. You got shout outs, man. Again, can we bring your, your lovely daughter up here one more time? Yes, It's time to get out here to give you a shout out to your people. Yeah. And make sure that your dad is doing what he's supposed to be doing. What I'm doing? What, what, what's your dad supposed to be doing? Oh, promoting his shows and getting his work done. All right, right promote your shows. Uh, Sunday, we 85 South Show. We're at the Bojangles Coliseum in Charlotte. Next weekend, I'm at the uh, Improv in Pittsburgh, the Pittsburgh Improv. Uh, then the weekend after that, I am in Toledo, Ohio at the Funny Bone in Toledo. So make sure you get your tickets. And see, yeah, you heard her. Get your tickets. I'm you remind y'all. She gonna remind y'all You definitely gonna remind y'all You know Cause she gets the percentage Of all of this So make sure you get your tickets Man Come see us all the way We appreciate you Having us up here Let my baby come up here And have this experience I was just saying I'm into nepotism So I love the fact That I didn't reach the point Where my baby could just Come up here And be a part of something So legendary as the breakfast club And we ain't got no bracelets Or no cookies So that's the first Right there Cause but, you know My yeah. man Dane Bought the cookie But we need Chico back too Cause you know Chico's one of the people We wanted to be up here uh, Guest hosting Oh Even please before this wild and yeah, I, Before I, the wild yeah, and yeah, yeah, stuff, yeah, so. yeah definitely so when, you but, when your schedule permits Oh I'm Whenever y'all stop Doing the relationship stuff That y'all When y'all get y'all Relationship worked out And stop having y'all Sexual frustrations Play out live on the radio <laughs> Then I will come up here All true. the time <laughs> I will come up here anytime you guys want me to come. Whenever y'all figure out y'all sexual frustrations off air and not on it, I'm all, I'm all up right, here. So we'll get it out this weekend, and then we have Chico. See, what? Oh, we'll get it out. See what I'm saying, hey, bro? What? what? Hey, yo, we'll get Maybe, it. Maybe we'll I'm sorry you have to be subjected to this, but, you know, it is what it is. Why? I feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad Go sit down. Because you got to be the Gucci. Hey, hey, stop. Gucci. Gucci. Stop. <laughs> you, you, you never said who's the balls and who's the ace. I'm not established. That's between y'all. She, you know she gonna call Daddy Gooch later. Hey, Daddy Gooch, come here. Daddy Gooch. It was Daddy Gooch. That's disrespectful, man. And you then gave the idea to this troll right here. You know what I mean? Now. She gonna be calling me Gucci, man. I already know. I know my child, man. Y'all, this is terrible. 
Justina, thank you for joining us too. Yes, thank you for having me. The brand new single Mouth Go Crazy is out right now. Go stream that. I'm on your newsstands on the cover of Maxim, so go get that. And uh, naked naked. I'm naked naked. Yeah, the shot times are out. Um I got like a little you know, I'm butt naked in the last one. Yeah, yeah def- def- definitely butt naked. But um, yeah, so go get that. It's on your newsstands. And um, August 5th, I'm in Atlanta with Rip Michaels and them for the Fall Back in Love comedy. So are you on that, Envy? Uh, probably. I'm probably. Okay, Rip, cool. Rip usually books me the day before. Oh, the day before? Yeah, that sounds about right. Let me ask you a question. With these pictures, does your, does your, uh, your mom, your dad, or your boyfriend look at them and be like, whoa, 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 whoa? Oh, um, at this point, like, uh, everybody know what I do. They accept it and, you know... My man already know, like, baby, this, this is the entertainment business, and I'm going to do whatever I got to do. Don't get to no idea now, look. I've been trying to change for a little bit of change. What's the so. name of that, that place that you said would be a great the destination Spillage for? Village. Yeah, yeah, the Spillage yeah. Village. Yeah, the Spillage Village. They already know my next place is going to be the Spillage Village, so <laughs> yeah. it, it is what it Your is. Your boyfriend is cool with it now until he see Usher reading it on Instagram. That's it. <laughs> until I go to that Usher concert, then I'm in trouble. Yeah, no, all the way. Stay no, away but, from But, I mean, he knows because I'm crazy. I'm wilding out. I'm always kissing people. Me and D.C., like, you know, we did something crazy this at this point. Yeah. So that's why I told you I want to apply for the Spillage Village film if that goes into production. <laughs> nah. If it's if it's not scripted, because I know we're doing Curious George first. You, might, <laughs> you the Spillage Village is gonna come years down the line. He already found what he had to. Okay. What about my Curious George visit Spillage Village? Oh my see what goodness. I'm saying? You already know it. Be crazy. You, y'all, you see where he at with it? I love that's that. Where and I just want to correct one thing. Nala's still here. Nala, can you step back up to the mic? The uh, singer's name is Fabo, P-H-A-B-O. See, oh. I told you it had to be spelled okay. different. Okay. I said that. No, you said, said it was P-H-B-O. spelled. No, no you said F-A-B-O. F-A-B-O. I thought you said F-A-B-O. No, yeah. it's P. Oh. Okay. Yeah, his name okay. is Fabo. So, so you guys like him now? Yeah, I don't know. No, it's still Fabo. It's better yet. It's better, It's better than F-A-B-O. All right. When we come back, positive notice, The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody, it's DJ Envy, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Time to get up out of here, Charlamagne. You got a positive note? Yeah, I just want to tell everybody, make sure they go uh, to the Book of Hove uh, this weekend in Brooklyn at the Brooklyn Public Library. And uh, since we are celebrating Hove, I'll end with a Hove quote. Uh, remember, remind yourself, nobody built like you, you design yourself. Have a great mm. day. Breakfast Club, bitches! We all finished or y'all done? Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart, and I'm very forgiving, but like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, 
or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hey there, I'm Dr. Maya Shunker, and I'm a scientist who studies human behavior. Many of us have experienced a moment in our lives that changes everything, that instantly divides our life into a before and an after. On my podcast, A Slight Change of Plans, I talk to people about navigating these moments. Their stories are full of candor and hard-won wisdom. And you'll hear from scientists who teach us how we can be more resilient in the face of change. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry. The world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 